Welcome everybody to another episode of Nerdables. This episode we are talking about the new mutants joining Comic-Con at home. Speaking of Comic-Con at home, SDCC is not letting COVID stop them from having a full schedule. Also, Netflix announces Samurai Rabbit, the Usagi Chronicles. The Russo Brothers announced The Gray Man is coming to Netflix. The Bad Batch is coming to Disney Plus, along with a Home Alone reboot. And did Kevin Smith answer the age-old question of what is the difference between a reboot and a remake? What the fuck is a reboot? Welcome everyone. I'm R.A. Rain. Joining me are Chris and Ethan. Before we answered that question. Well, we have. We've answered that. No, there's, there's an answer to that question. It's called the definition of reboot and remake. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why this is such a big deal. You wait till you because Jane Jane Silent Bob uh, strike. No, Jane Silent Bob rebooted. They get into the discussion with Banky on it, and I Banksy? was watching it and I was like, the artist Banksy. I, yes. I was watching it. And I was like. Damn, Chris has got to see this because this is what we, we, we've had this conversation so many times. And you hate when people get them mixed up with reboot and reboot. Everyone just calls everything a reboot. That's it's just like thing. no matter what it is, it's a reboot. It's, it's a reboot. Like pre order. Pre order is not a word. Reboot's a word that has a definition to it. Pre order is not a word. You so set I, them off again. I know. I just thought it'd be really funny to discuss this and to see how. They addressed it. There's just no discussion. That's the thing. Reboot, <laughs> reboot has a definition. Remake has a definition. But I think you might calling enjoy. a reboot or calling a remake a reboot is incorrect. Mm-hmm. It's yes. just it's a simple thing. Yes, but I think you'll enjoy this. But first, New Mutants is getting a panel for the Comic Con at home. So this is uh, putting Rich, uh, Chris's uh, idea to bed. That New Mutants is actually coming out. New Mutants? <laughs> new Mutants. Yeah, but we'll see where. Uh, there's a lot of speculation now that it's going to show up on Disney+. Plus. Probably. That, of all the stuff that people were swearing is going to come on Disney+, Plus, that's the one thing that I would think probably is going to end up on on Disney+. Plus. I mean, yeah. that, that makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. It's so funny is though, because the article that I was reading from, it was like comicbook.com or something, was talking about how this is one of the most anticipated panels that's going to be at Comic-Con at home. That's because there is no no other panels. Nobody else is there. Um, There's no Star Wars panel. There's no Marvel Films panel. Yeah, there's no... But there's supposed to be... Walking Dead's there. Walking Dead's Dead's going to have a panel. There's supposed to be a Disney Plus panel, I think. Mm -hmm. They talked about that. Not separate from... Right this um there's still gonna be some smaller stuff you know there'll be some stuff but yes it, it's anticipated because we've been talking about it for three year two and a half years mm-hmm. what was the first one december of it was 2018 supposed to be, yeah it's supposed Probably. to be out of uh, eight uh, april 2018 so the first trailer dropped was released in, in 2017 yes yeah, so it's been it's been two and a half years yeah. we're talking about a film that everyone is so excited to see to figure out that it's going to be complete crap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Well, not, don't rem- don't you remember? Is they did a lot of reboots and re you know reshoots on this thing like two or three times, mm-hmm. and I don't think they did that much. They just kind of changed what was there. I mean, it's it's sort of the the thing where they said we have a print and then they changed it to another print, and then I think they only the I think they only reshot once because all those people are busy. Yeah, in other places, they all went and did other things. I think the end of it is the question that I've had and my answer would be no is if if the pandemic doesn't happen this doesn't get released. 
Because now you're desperate for new content. Uh, they were talking. Well, yes. You mean on Disney Plus? Anywhere. Because they were talking about it was going to finally be released in August this year. Right. But I still think that wouldn't have happened. They told us Inhumans in was going to be released at one point. And sure. Like, nope, we're not doing that. We're making it a TV series. Like, they never made it into a film. Correct. To have something like this that you're now like, well, we've got a few nerds that talk about it. Let's just put it on Disney Plus. Makes mm-hmm. sense since it's done. Right. Yeah. Versus if if there's nothing, um, if there's no pandemic and there's actual films coming out, there's actually new productions of stuff, then New Mutants, I think, is still back in the garbage can. Yeah. Because you're not going to release that over releasing something that you've decided to make sense rather than some picked up Fox project that never seemed to be any good. Right. Has a bunch of people fooled by a good trailer and people are going, I want to see it. They have to release it. Release the new mutants cut, whatever. I don't know, whatever it is. <laughs> um, I try to start the hashtag release the uh, release the Edwards cut for Rogue One. Oh, yeah. Because I want to see the end of Rogue One. Um uh, so I, it'll be interesting to see. I have no plans to watch it no matter where it is. I'm sure people will like you it. You won't watch it even if it's on I D+. I don't D+. give a crap. I really don't. I don't care. It's not. It, it's a film that means nothing. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it can't continue, and it doesn't come from anywhere. Yeah. It's not really connected to the X-Universe that Fox had that fell apart with uh, Dark Phoenix, if not fell apart mm-hmm. with Age of Apocalypse before that. And it can't go forward because Disney isn't going to waste those characters locked into whatever this is that they had no control over. Right. It's the same thing as X-Men. They're not going to continue the X-Universe. They're not using those actors and actresses, and they're not using those traits of Cyclops and Jean and Nightcrawler and Storm and whoever. Those are all that, that's gone. Mm. The Dark Phoenix thing is the end. You're never going to see those characters and those histories. Well, ever you will. Again. You'll see them on Disney. Disney no, Plus. what I'm saying is you're I not know, seeing them. You're not seeing those you characters see universe character in the continue. way that they've been presented before. There's Correct. no continuation. There's no reboot of that. They're remaking the X-Men. Yes. And it's the same thing here. It's like this doesn't mean anything. All power to people that are really excited and they get to see magic and whatever. And I hope that it's good for them. I can't see how this film is going to be good, but I I will swear to you right now, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to come out and say that it's awesome simply because they've been waiting for it for so long and they can't accept the fact that it sucks. It's and Justice that, League, basically. But yeah. see, that that's the no, reason I think, why... No, I think people even who waited for Justice League for a long time admitted it sucked. Yeah. No, but I'm saying that people will admit that it's good because it's something that they've wanted to see No, but there's there's a not, a lot, not a lot... Not the phenomenon that you think it would be. I, I think back to Star Trek Generations. So we've been waiting for we've been waiting for the next gen movie. They have to give us, you know, like, well, we refuse to make a movie without William Shatner. We can't take these TV characters that so many people love and adore mm-hmm. and put them up on the screen. And you went to see it and you had a hard time. Even I had it when I walked away from that film going, oh, no, that's that's a that's a good film. No, I, I, I like that film. And it was Peter David, of all people, who described that film and described the idea that if you're a next gen fan, you force yourself to like that film because you're so afraid of not liking that film. Mm-hmm. I had that with the Hobbit. Well, you also- when I walked out of the Hobbit and realized I don't think I like that film. And I had a hard time with that, but generations, I pretended to like that until I saw, um, first contact, first contact, which is stunning. My favorite star Trek film. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm a big next gen guy and go back and watch the first one. The first one is terrible. Oh yeah. But see, it's, it's horrid. It's, it's a space beam. <laughs> it's this weird scientist dude. Shatner is completely out of place. The best part of it is the beginning with the Enterprise B. It's yeah. the only interesting part of the whole film. 
And then it's just this weird thing. I haven't seen it in decades, probably. I don't remember the last time I saw that film where I watched <laughs> First Contact over and over again. And it's hard for me to admit, at a next generation, there are two good films because the other ones are terrible. Insurrection is... <laughs> and it's one of those ones. Sebastian loves that movie. Just like Star Trek like, it's, One. That's it's like, just you like, love boring movies, man. But it's also... The, Insurrection's just kind of like a... Two part episode. Uh, you that's know, what from, Sebastian's like. Oh, it's, it's it's the best like next gen episode. And I'm like, that shouldn't be a movie yeah. though. That's mm-hmm. what first but contact see, is so good because they would have never been able to afford to do that on UPN. Right. There's yeah. no chance they're making that film. But but generations see the nostalgia of liking it. Yes, uh, is the fact that you're seeing those characters on the big screen. It's rose colored glasses, first time. and I think a lot of people yeah. who. I've been waiting a long time for New Mutants who are unwilling to admit I wanted this movie originally because it was it was going to be a horror movie. Right. A superhero the horror first movie. Superhero the first horror. superhero horror movie. And now all the trailers are like, check it out, it's superheroes. Mm. All the, the rumors for the cuts at the beginning is they barely use their powers. It doesn't mean anything. It, it Whatever. Again, if people want to enjoy it, I'm sure they will. Go for it. Have a good time. You're never going to get a sequel. I don't want the release. That I don't even know who did it. What is it? Peyton List did it. Who cares? Release the Snyder Cut of New Mutants. Well, here's the other thing. is The pandemic and the delay for this might have been the best reason to put this out in theaters. Is because, especially with not having a superhero movie all summer, not having any, you know, any films, and the... That may be the its odd. Benefit, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is the odd? Oh, this isn't making it in theaters. It, it could. I think it could honestly make its money if you put it in theaters. No, because there's, there's not going to be a theater. No, the theaters aren't going to open for the rest of the year. No, Any, anything that. that you think that opened three weeks ago that is going to be open for the end of the year, that's done. Yeah, that that's all that? over. Uh, 35 years after Ghostbusters was in theaters, it was the number one movie again this year. Because yeah, because for there two was weeks, no other movie for two weeks. A couple of theaters opened right. with fake social social distancing. Well, you got to sit apart, but your rows aren't yeah. apart. Whatever. Um, so the person behind you can still cough on right. you. Right. <laughs> it's not like they staggered right. the people behind you. Gyms, you gyms, bars, uh, movie theaters, indoor restaurants. All those things oh, yeah. that were open in California for like three weeks, those aren't opening for the rest of the year. No, oh, no. matter what happens. Even if in October we're like, dude, we are at the bottom of the curve. It's not happening. Yeah. It's not happening. It's just, it just isn't. There is no way that I can see a theater, a movie theater opening before the end of the year. No. I can't see a movie theater opening before the Because we saw a we, virus for, or a, a vaccine for this. Thing. Well, that's, that's like three years. So mm. I don't know not about that. Not according to Trump. Yeah. Well, not Trump, according to Russia. Again, Trump's Russia's not a scientist. saying they'll have something by August. So, shut up. We don't even talk. <laughs> We're going to talk about real people that are talking about the fact that it's going to take two yeah, years at least to get a vaccine. It's probably not going to be that long before. If we can get it down to where you don't have this staggering number of cases, and it's not even the staggering number that we're seeing now. Remember, all the records that were set in Florida, New York, Texas, California, Mm -hmm. Washington, Portland, uh, Portland, excuse me, Oregon, all those states, those records are now. Not when we shut down everything in March, it's now. No, I know. So when we get past this again, when we start to flatten the curve, we've taught ourselves, hopefully, to learn that we, the one thing we can't do, the one thing we can't do is what we did last time, which is just assuming that people are going to go out and they're going to wear masks and they're going to socially distance themselves because they can't. 
Americans cannot be trusted to get out of their own way. They have no. to do what they think is going to be the best thing for them, which is to go to the beach and get drunk and go and cough on people and not wear masks and go to Logan Paul's stupid party with people hanging off of building equipment or construction equipment so he can shoot a video when everybody in there now has COVID or go to church or go to the movies or go to a bar or uh -huh. go to a restaurant or do all the things that we all are desperate to do. Record a podcast. Without having all of those people end up with COVID-19 again. Yeah. And so it's not happening. I, I just, it, it's, we were no, talking about, I was making I'm talking about with a, yeah, no, but I'm saying we're talking about with a friend, you know, that the, the NHL will start up its play in pro and thing. The NHL is planning to have its next season start in December and right. play a full 82 game season. Now, the other thing they've said is they will not start the season without anybody uh, in the stands. There won't be people in the stands on December 1st. They right. want to start it in December so they can get 82 games in and they can technically call it the 2020-21 season because some of the games will be played in 2020. Mm -hmm. But if they're refusing to not have fans in the stands when they open, and that's the ownership is saying, we will have fans in the stands. If they don't, this isn't worth it. To start a season without it, they're not starting on December 1st. They'll do like the NBA or the uh, – they'll do like the uh, uh, Major League Baseball is doing. They'll put the cardboard cutouts. Although no, but that doesn't – the thing is, is the ownership has said we have to finish this. We have to finish the season because yeah. one, we're going to owe NBC a whole bunch of money. Sure, because they've already sold. They sold advertising for the Stanley Cup final months ago, mm -hmm. um, and your local TV contracts are all screwed too. What they're saying is, we are not going to start a season without fans in the stands. Major League no, Baseball was it was didn't start their season. But Major League Baseball's in this weird spot where they're like, we refuse to give up the season because the players didn't want to give up the season either because they wanted to get paid. And then they looked so petty as everybody else is like, MLS has already started, Premier League has already started, the NBA, and and not only did the NHL come to an agreement for this season, they used the time to hammer out the collective bargaining agreement and they extended it by four years and it didn't end until two years later. Mm -hmm. So they added another three years onto their collective bargaining agreement for you know that they do, and then you have Major League Baseball with its players going, yeah, but I want I want my whole thirty million dollars if I'm only playing fifteen games. Come on, and now you have a whole bunch of people cutting out and all that stuff. Major League Baseball is going to travel. Yeah, that I seems know. so That's terrible. Just, the 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 what the NHL and what the NBA are doing with doing the bubble type thing is the smartest thing to do. Actually, the smartest thing to do, and I I brought this up to somebody, and they just kind of looked at me for the NHL was to go play in Europe. Yeah, go play in Sweden and and Denmark, which have really low numbers of cases. In fact, Switzerland never even stopped. The problem is, is all those rinks are international size, uh, and the ownership is really really scared to start that because a lot of people have called for the rink to be international size. It would actually cut down on the on the amount of hitting and breaking people's necks and stuff like that. But you have to remove like the first four rows of every single arena in North America, and there's no way they're going to do that. Yeah, to change the capacity, but. I said the, mo the the best thing they could have done was taken everybody out of North America because their families are not allowed to be in the bubble with them. They're not right. allowed to, to, to go to them until the conference final even. And most of the players have said, I'm not asking my family to come. Yeah. Even getting tested every single day, I don't know if I have it in between. And plus, my family's not going to sit in a hotel room yeah. and not do anything. I, I have a really big house. Why yeah, am I bringing them, them to? Yeah. yeah. Well, the NBA so, guys just have left their families at home. Especially a lot with, of those guys made that decision. A lot decision. of them have like younger kids too. So yeah, you imagine yeah. having two or three young kids in a hotel room for. Yeah. That are supposed to stay in the hotel yeah. with like nothing to do. The, the, both of them, 
in the bubbles. This is sports talk with Nerdables. We should name this Sportables sometimes. <laughs> well, see, you in can the, have, in the you bubble, can you have the restaurants and you have the concierge service yeah, and you have pool, all the stuff that's have, there yeah. so that the, the whole hotel that's staff... That's only and, cool for like two days. Well, no, for an adult, <laughs> that's fine. That's the thing is these guys are also have to go to that's practice and for they have kids. to do that. That's no, that's cool what, like, no, but that's why their families aren't even allowed to go. There's too many people. It's not a hotel like you have like, you know, at Comic-Con or something. It's more like... No, no, that's not like a hotel we have at Comic-Con. It's more like what you would have at... In Vegas, you know, that's why they did it at the Disney complex down it's in Orlando still, for the NBA. It's still not comparable to the homes that they have. Plus, no. all the kids' stuff is at that home, so they can just do whatever well, they want. Well, the point was is that than... when I was discussing with somebody why they should have gone to Europe, and they said, well, what about their families? Like, the families aren't going anyway. Mm, right. So if the families aren't going to go anyway. What's the difference by putting them in Europe and putting them in, in Toronto and Edmonton? The other side of that coin is... Maybe Europe doesn't want anybody from the U.S. coming over there. Oh, they don't. Yeah, Denmark, we have the lowest amount of cases. When, when what, you N- want to send over 150 when NH- people? When the NHL tells no. them that we'll pay you $40 million in order to do it, you bet they're ass Look, they will. Those countries don't, don't want Americans no, no. there when it's not The money sick. that's there, because this is the thing. Even in those places with, that are open, the travel business is still... Yeah. The people were wondering, why are Edmonton and Toronto fighting to have just NHL teams? It's not just the NHL team. It's their staff as well. These are hotels that are completely empty, that are automatically filling up 500 rooms between five teams. So people want them to come because it's guaranteed rooms for at least the first 10 days, 15 days, whatever, and then it'll keep going. If you're offering it to to places, money talks. If they looked at Europe and said, we're going to throw a whole bunch of money at you so that we can play this in a place that's safe, they totally would have done it. You know, you guys mentioned Denmark. Uh, It's weird that you guys would mention Denmark. Because over the last week and a half we've had a lot of listens in denmark i still i don't get any of that i still think that's bots <laughs> it probably is to be honest probably bots looking for toys like i mean it was weird it's because bots, whatever hashtag that we're using is just attached to those it's hashtags. weird because like we had 400 listens like well 299 uh, came from san francisco last week so that means that you know lucasfilm was listening to us yeah, i'm sure um they were wondering why we didn't have, we haven't been talking Star Wars in exactly. a while. <laughs> uh, no, okay, so do you think that the Comic-Con at home could start a trend for them? As, as kind of, you know, we can expand some of Comic-Con. We can even sell. They've tried to do it a couple times as far as, you know, branching out to like online or video services for panels and things like that. There's the whole Comic-Con HQ channel that they tried. That's, like, but that's different. But I'm saying they've tried other avenues. Comic-Con HQ was never live. That's the thing. Yeah. Part of it is in the contracts with a lot of these places is the exclusivity. Right. So well, don't you Comic-Con, remember when we hold did on, our... Hold on. Comic-Con is not... Is telling Lucasfilm, is telling Marvel, is telling whoever, you can't stream this panel. Part of the exclusivity of Comic-Con is to have people keep coming. Because where people say, if you're just going to show Hall H online... It's not going to have everybody not go to Hall H, but there's going to be a decent number of people. Like, why am I waiting in line when I can just watch this on TV? Well, don't you remember, we weren't even allowed to stream our panel or even have our panel go up on on SoundCloud until 48 hours after right. the convention. Yeah. So it's it's not... It's all about that exclusive type of thing. The way to get here... Um, you've got to come here to experience some of these panels, right? And comic, and it's not. It works know, it, for this situation, but I don't. I don't feel right. like it would continue because there's no other. Once. I don't think they're doing it either. Because again, it's it's the same thing. As much as 
no matter how many people watch these panels that are going to come out, the the contracts that they have and the stuff that they've negotiated already, I don't think they're backing away from that. And yeah. they're they're one of the few that does it. We we know that I mean, um, uh, Celebration does its panels a lot. Mm-hmm. When WonderCon did the 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 DC Rebirth panel that we went to, that was streamed live on yeah. on DC stuff. So well, it's one of the, for the few celebration things where they cut. There are the, certain cuts, but that is Lucasfilm's thing, it not. Because the thing is, right. Celebration is run by its own company. Correct. It's you Pop. Yeah. Well, it's also the... But Lucasfilm controls this, its own thing. It makes its own contract with Pop, whereas CCI is asking mm. everybody to come right. in. Right. CCI's contract with Marvel is like, you can't put it up. Right. Lucasfilm is not going to block themselves if they think this is the right thing to do. And for us that watch it, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, um, see, HBO Max, has, like on Friday, HBO Max has their, common, uh, their Cartoon Network Studios uh, panel. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I've been. I'm trying to look and see if they have if the any of the Star Wars panels that we'd normally go to on Friday. No, there's a majority of the smaller stuff that I've noticed that are gonna do some sort of panel with Comic Con at home. Thing, yeah, it's just to have them in the like same a places. panel and stuff like this that. This has to be the most ambiguous panel I've seen. The 2020 Black Panel. There's no description. There's n- nothing. To you tell just log them. on. It's a black screen for two hours. Let's see. There's Mandalorian and as many gadgets. DC at Home Day One, Blade Runner comic panel, uh, decoding Kirby and Lee dynamic. The problem with all of these is it's just going to be the same thing as the the Hasbro video things, and they're mm. just atrociously bad. Yeah, Marvel Comics, the next big thing. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of because they're all going to be in different places. So if it were a panel, like yeah, we've got six writers and a it's moderator like, in the same room. Yeah. That would be great, but to have six different video screens and a monitor—it's uh, watching a, monitor, a Zoom so. call, basically. It's it is. That's what it's going to be, yeah. and that's exactly what it's going to be. And I just—I don't know how interesting any of that's going to be. They have a Star Wars audiobooks, Doctor Afra. I think um, I released that, didn't they? No, I never. Yeah. I never made. It. I thought. I thought it released last week. Vikings celebrating season six, the series. Look, that's in Hall H. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. Um. Vikings has had like 35 panels for the end of the season or the end of the show. Yeah. But they broke up the last season into two seasons. I swear the, the, the Viking, the Viking farewell was two years ago because mm-hmm. it was yeah. the last time I went. Yeah. No, it was before that. Well, the, it wasn't the 2018. The farewell was because Ragnar died. And Correct. That was the oh, one. I thought that was for the series. Okay. It wasn't for the series ending. Spoilers. Yeah. But no, last it's, year. It's been two years. Last <laughs> year's panel was for three the years. ending. I think three it was 2017. Years? Was it? Okay. Because it wasn't the same year that you guys went and passed out in the middle of San Diego on Wednesday. Um, No, I don't think it no. was. No. The horns were the year before. Because yeah. I wasn't. I don't think I was staying in the hotel with you guys. Yeah. I think the hotel. Yes. AMC's The Fear of the Walking Dead's on Friday. <laughs> Collider's got one. The funny thing is that I've noticed on a couple people I follow on social media, there's... Collective Con this weekend, which is actually a physical con that is in Jacksonville, Florida. Good luck. Oh, and there's there's hundreds of people that showed up because I, you know I follow the Green Ranger on Instagram and he was a, one of the guests there. Did you don't you? even know his. Do, real you, name. do they realize like Jason ja- the uh, Florida? It's like the epicenters are yes. Miami, Jacksonville, and Orlando. Here's the funny thing though: is another one of the Power Rangers is announcing. He's going to a con in Nevada because <laughs> they're opening up for a con. And I was like, are you serious? I was like, 
People got to make money. We're we're social distancing, but all the pictures I see is the guys like standing right next to them. Yeah, it's just like when when they had cast members try out Disneyland for social distancing, (laughs) they couldn't even do it, and they were told to social distance. You still had pictures of them in downtown Disney, and every single person was less than of half a meter apart. Yep. What's really cool about this is they they give you the YouTube link on here also. So like Luke, the Lucasfilm publishing stories from a galaxy far, far away, it gives you the link and what, you know when it's available to watch. The good thing with these kind of panels is they'll be there after too. But the other thing is mm-hmm. they've already said they don't that, have to watch them live because what questions are you going to ask? They've already said that Funko and all, you know a lot of the others are still going to continue to have their their exclusives. Yeah. That you can only get between. Yeah, those because days. Funko can change its own because can uh, they can, can sell their, its own stuff. Yeah, they can run their own shop and sell them out from on their online store. Ethan, you can finally go to the AMC Walking Dead panel. <laughs> it's Friday at one p.m. Not a single person that you liked from that show is still on it, so it's going to be a very boring panel. They much. are supposed to be talking about the. Uh, I saw that they were going to be talking about the Rick Grimes movies. No, yeah, probably. That they haven't really been able to get into. They said they're eager to get in production on that. And those are those mm-hmm. are not going to happen. IEW, IDW draw the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We're going to go through the whole list. No, I'm just I'm just kind of. <laughs> this is just Friday. I was kind of going through. I was just trying to fix something in the middle of the week. I mean, it's stuff that I'd, I'll probably check out afterwards so that I can fast yeah. forward through a lot of it. If I now to. since since it's not there, I have to work all week. Yeah. So there isn't a. It looks like there isn't a Hasbro panel for Star Wars. Why would you have a Hasbro panel when you've just shown every figure <laughs> over the last four Fan Fridays or whatever? And you do it every week, apparently. I, I love the fact that the, the figures that they showed this past week that are the Walmart ones, mm-hmm. that, you know, the big Walmart fiasco with their collector site where they yeah, didn't... Fiasco, I mean... Well, they didn't... The first hour or two, they didn't put up any of the, the names for the, the figures you were buying. You know why they did the pictures. that? They did it to avoid the bots. You think? That's what, I know it. That's why they did it. Because I know they put up the real. They 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 put it when they in put, stock. Right, because stock, all like, the bots were there at seven a.m. And if the bot is looking for Ahsoka, it can't find it yeah. because Ahsoka isn't listed. Look at what was listed. Crap. Yeah. And the stuff that wasn't listed, you had to click through the picture. Right now, for us. That's still, and that's it proves something to me is it's not just bots because that first wave still sold out in like five minutes. Yeah. I went in because I knew the price. You know, they told us it was $24.99. Mm-hmm. I figured they'd be grouped together. Right. And it simply said action figure. When you click, 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 boom. I didn't even click on the, fi- the picture. Well, I just hit the thing picture, too. Star Wars and figure. Yeah. Once you clicked on the picture. But right. the thing is the way the bot works is it's looking at that whole list and it has a, a code word to look for. Whether it's Star Wars, Ahsoka, Mandalorian, Mal- whatever. Sure. And it just didn't find it. Now, I'm sure some got through yeah. and went through it. But the guys that were on some of the pages I saw, they were like, well, you see the bot still did it. And I was like, no, they didn't. Because that's why it was done this well, there way. Are, there are people that are the eBay people that will have, you know, they, they'll have like three or four monitors open. And they'll have each account that they have logged in. The other thing also is to understand that even without bots, the demand for this stuff is still higher than people give it credit for. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's a reseller. I work, only, I'm in a comic book store. Let me tell you right now, every single person is a reseller. Oh, yeah. Every single person is a reseller. And so yeah, all except these for the types, three people sitting at this table. <laughs> probably, yeah. the, 
you have to go with the attitude that everybody's a reseller. No, I understand. How many times have we seen on the things like, oh, I just picked these up at Walmart, and everyone says, oh, are they for sale? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then what'd you buy them for? Because I want to sell them. Right. I'm in this group because I wanted one figure. All The only thing I've ever collected is the Gamorrean Guard, but I have every Black Series that's ever existed, and I've sold them all. Yeah. So everybody's a reseller or a trader or whatever. Trade, G-R-A-D-E-R. Yeah, like not, to trade, not yeah, to. Yeah, not, not Benedict Arnold. <laughs> um, and so even the demand without that bot thing is still insane. Now, Walmart did a good thing where they had an amount and they let those people go away and then they restocked. Yeah, and so I, people throughout the day were able to jump in and be able to get what they wanted when you figured fans didn't show up. Those, the, the, the casual fan that's like, I don't even know what time they go on sale. I know it's just supposed to be Friday. So they jumped in, or Saturday, whatever day it was, Friday. Friday. So if they jumped in on Friday at 11 o'clock local here, four hours after they came on, three of the four Star Wars figures were in stock again. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it was like... Actually, all four of them went in stock again. Yeah. But Ahsoka was the first one Ahsoka gone. Ahsoka would be the first one that was gone, gone. Yes. Um, you Like with the G.I. Joe, it was the same thing. I was able to get... There was... When G.I. Joe launched at 11, at 8, 8. Eight for the retro line. God, the guys in Mojo are so pissed. It's not O-ring. O-ring sucks. Yeah, but are those those are three and three quarter? They're three and three quarter. They're probably more closer to the four inch fiftieth anniversary right. style, and they're all redos and everything. And I got guys that are just like, I don't understand why they keep redoing them. Like, did you buy them? Well, yeah, exactly. That's why they keep redoing them. I lo- I love I'm in the- a long thread with somebody that was just <laughs> like, I don't understand why Hasbro doesn't make new characters with new molds. They would sell out instantaneously. And I said, No, they won't. Because we have told them over and over again with our wallets, we buy Duke, Snake Eyes, Scarlet, Destro, Cobra Commander, and Storm Shadow. That's all Baroness. we ever buy. Even Baroness isn't even close. Those are the figures we buy over and over and over and Zartan. over and over and over and over. Not even close. Those are the figures you keep well, I know getting. Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. Are the Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow, Duke, Cobra Commander. Snake Eyes, the, the character that is so bland, it's a black suit. But you have to remember when he came out, I know. he was the only one that was different. I know. Him and Flash that had red on his yeah. suit. Um, mm-hmm. And Scarlet, because she had boobs. It's so funny. is because, But was, in that in that thread, I told them, new characters that don't have a backstory, it's just not going to happen. It just right. isn't going to happen. And we've proved over and over again this type of thing. But talking about the site and what Walmart was going through, and the thing the guys that are like, I don't understand why you give exclusives to Walmart. Walmart sucks. Well, you said the same thing about GameStop. And you said the same thing about Target. Mm-hmm. We know that you want everything done for Hasbro Pulse. You don't understand that the reason that they, they do this Hasbro is because and they bitch about Hasbro Pulse. The thing is, is the margin and the guaranteed sale through exclusives is different. If you're paying, let's say you have a store that's paying 60% of, of uh, or 40% of its sale price, right? So if it's a $20 figure, they're paying eight bucks per figure. If it's an exclusive, they'll pay 11 bucks for, per figure. Right. And then Hasbro's making more money off of each figure because Target wants everybody to come in to get C-3PO with Babu Frick or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that's why these all do exclusives. It's so funny though. Is why does Walgreens have people have toy exclusives? Nobody thinks of Walgreens for toys. They well, did they, it on purpose. They had purpose. General Veers and they had they had the, a bunch of stuff. The uh, they, they, had they, had, they had Yoda. Ghost Yoda. They had they had Ghost no. Yoda. They had General Veers. They had four, they had four separate Empire Strikes Back pops. Yeah, they've done pops like four times. And they, they had, had um, uh, 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 Gwenpool was there. Yep. Um, I think one of the one of the other spider characters was there as an exclusive. majority of the Fantastic Four's first release. The first release was was there. Uh, the Moon Knight. Thor, I got you. There's a uh, Thor Medusa, that's there. The yeah. Theme. So there's a bunch there. Why does yeah. Walgreens do that? Because when you go in to buy that, all the other crap that they can't sell is on sale, and you're like, oh, 
you get the emails from them and say, all of our figures are now $10 because we can't sell any of it other than our exclusives. And even then you go and it's like, wow, there's still stuff. I never understand people that are pissed off about Target exclusives. Nine times out of 10, we're able to find Target exclusives for like months after. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The probe droid is still sitting at our store. Yep. The probe droid, Jonna and Lando, which shows to Target, black lives don't matter. Wow. That's terrible. I don't know. It's true though. Yes. There's one ceremony Luke, but everybody else is Lando, John, and a pro, pro the, droid. The ceremony Luke, which you know was also the exclusive. The I'm funny thing is they haven't knocked that on clearance. They knocked the Black Widow on clearance, but they didn't. But what's really crazy is ceremony Luke isn't but ceremony Luke is not an exclusive. It's not. No, know, but, but they did make the convention exclusive one too, which you can find both of those still. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is really weird because do you remember when the three and three quarter celebration Luke came out? It was like one of the coolest figures that everybody had to have, and you could never find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Now, in this version, in the Black Series, no one seems to want it. Because or they made too many of them. They made way too many of them. It was packed in three separate waves. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which, by the way, terrible packing ideas. That second wave of Cobra, of, of, co- of, of, of G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Oh my God. Three commanders three and commanders, one each. Uh, three commanders, two, two gung-hos and, a, and a one uh, red, red, red ninja. ninja. Yeah. That's unbelievable. <laughs> I was like, what? That's that? why I was shocked when, when they put Destro in the first wave. I thought the first wave was done. No. I thought it was going to be two Snake Eyes, two Dukes, Roadblock. Did you get Destro? Did you order him? I've ordered everything. I don't have any of it. Because apparently... I, Destro and Snake Eyes will be here either Monday or Tuesday for me. I ordered every single one. I I, I think the only one I didn't order was Roadblock. Uh, but I have is, no updates and no nothing. The funny and thing I ordered about the those Walmart. I've seen people getting the Destro, and I'm like, I ordered this stuff in February, yeah. the day that it came out. The funny thing about the Walmart exclusive is that I saw people yesterday going, hey, has anyone are, are those Walmart exclusives, has anyone seen them in the stores yet? It literally says on there that the street date is December. Mm-hmm. All of these figures that Hasbro's been releasing for us to order or pre-order, ha ha ha, I got it in there. Uh, you can tell he's not listening right now. <laughs> no, I'm listening. Just not a word. Um, all of these figures are what's going to be throw, thrown out to us throughout the rest of the year. Right. Come November and everything like that, the figures we'll be seeing will be for next year. Yeah. But people aren't. People don't understand not regi- that it takes it's not registering a couple people. months to you know get on a boat from China to I get th- over. But here. here's the thing: I think some of this is Hasbro's way of knowing exactly how many to order. That's what I'm well, thinking. No, because then the they Walmart. wouldn't sell out. That's the problem: is when they sell out like that, they're really not looking at a number. They're they're looking at they have a they have a number in their head like this is the most that we can produce in a timely manner. And so, if that number is say twenty thousand. And 40,000 people order, they're going to tell 20,000 people your order doesn't exist. But do you think that you don't think that they would add to that order no. for retails, the retail stores? No, because more than likely, what we've seen with a lot of this, it never makes it to retail. Why what does I it? feel, though, for like an exclusive, for example, the, the Star Wars figures that just went on Friday, Walmart can say, let's order as many as we possibly think we can sell. And then once the orders start slowing down, then we'll cap it there until Hasbro. We need 50,000 units, and then Hasbro will will make that. Yeah, basically. because the other thing because is... it's a store exclusive. It's a production, but it's also production time. And we'll pay for it. You know, like If, we'll if they're it. saying, hey, Walmart, you can sell up to 75,000 units, and we can get them before December, they're not going to sell 100,000 units right now. No. There's no way, because then, like, we can't produce the extra 25,000. And you also right. have to remember, all that has to shift. It's not like, okay, we'll just make... We'll, we'll make uh, these four... 
Clone Wars figures until the end of next year. It yeah. doesn't happen because no, 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 there just no. isn't enough factory space anymore. It's just we got to make these for a certain amount of time because at some point all those all that production line has to change to whatever's next. Did you see that everybody's been uh, dissecting the boxes, the side of the boxes, and there's a little thing that looks there's a little thing of the block saber because you, you. But the thing is, because it's Clone Wars, my guess is it's it's either Maul with the legs, or it's Pre Vizsla. Yes, but there's there's also the little piece that looks like it could be Cad Bane's uh, hat. Cat Bane wouldn't have the dark saber though. He wouldn't fit. No, no, that. no, not with the dark saber. Oh, the that, the one that I keep seeing is they think the the last box in that set for the final season or whatever yeah. has the dark saber on it. On the Ahsoka box, there's a little sliver of something that looks like it could be Cad Bane's hat. But Ahsoka's box already connects to another box. Yes. So it can't be Cad Bane's hat. You've already seen the next box. No, I know, but I I may not be Ahsoka then. There, but there is one box that they one uh, of the troopers do have. Is it the trooper? Yeah, it's one of the troopers. The thing I saw they was, a, it was a dark saber. Flat black line that looks like it connects to another box. But we were pretty like much already sure that, that Cad Bane was coming because they said it was going to be a, like a, a park exclusive. Or no, no, that wasn't him. No, that they're recently they're releasing Hondo as its own. Correct. They're thing. releasing Hondo, Cardinal, and mountain the Mountain Trooper, trooper mm-hmm. which is cool because I only have one Mountain Trooper. I ordered nine of the uh, the. 230 sec, 233, 230 seconds. Yeah, what, 336. What happened? Like you, I was the I one don't. that ordered all the toys and now all of a sudden you're insane if I you don't have is, six of anything. This is the benefit of not having a job when I can look at the figure and be like, oh, that's cool. This is the benefit would, of not having a car payment I anymore. Would, I wish I could. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't work. <laughs> so I, see, I save mean, that money. you used to look it's like, I can't believe you have that many of them. And now well, it's like, I figured when you told I, me that, I'm like, I don't even need, I got two. I got two of each, and I was going to go back and get another Maldalorian. Yeah. But I thought, you know what? If I put two of them behind Maul, that's fine. And the same thing with the trooper. If I put Ahsoka in the front and the two troopers behind, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Well, what I, what my, here's my, my idea with it was. I've been getting, of all the army builders, I've started getting four of each. So that way, you know, it has, you could do two rows of two. And then I thought, okay, with this one, I can take the helmets off. Clean off the helmet and paint them blue with the blue stripe on it, and then those four of them will be five hundred first figures. So I have four for the for Ahsoka, four five hundred first, and then I have a helmet that I can put in, you know, an extra helmet that I can put into Rex's hands. So then I can do four and four. It's just like because you, it's easy. I'm not to, paying twenty five bucks for a helmet to put in Rex's hands. I saw. Um, I take it back. There's one other figure at Target, and it's the Ray from for, yes. uh, from the last one. And I said, if that figure was ever $5, I would buy that figure so I could take the head and put it on the Episode uh, 7 uh-huh. figure mm-hmm. because the Episode 7 figure is a terrible head. I wanted to take it so I could just take the but I'm not, and cut it and make it into the I'm movie. not paying 20 bucks for it. Right. No. Like, if it's $5, sure, I'll pay 5 bucks. I'll give you the staff. Go for it. But it's just like... It's just like the dork side. You know, they have the, the set of eight Camino and a set of eight Stormtroopers. Yeah. I'm thinking of buying both of those because I realized I don't have that many stormtroopers, regular stormtroopers. And then with the Camino ones, I could take it and do four Camino ones. If you then, don't get started on those pictures soon, though, you're going to have, I have a hard time justifying it now for how many like snow troopers I have and range troopers that I never did anything with. Yeah. And I, mean, I, I think I have seven range troopers. See, and I, I don't I have anything have with it. Three 
Range Troopers. I ended up with a bunch of them because I kept finding them on clearance in different places. We need to buy one from you. And I had, well, no, or I, trade I bought you. mine. <laughs> <laughs> but still, if you give me one, or if we get one of them, you have still six. And then I could I have my seven four. for a reason. You bought nine of a trooper. <laughs> you get rid of I got two of them all. Let's see. So you have nine. Like, you have nine of a trooper that you haven't even seen in hand. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> they did use the the Mandalorian loyalist. Was the other thing I, I looked at that and I was like, oh, that'd be cool to have a couple of those. But they're kind of chunky. Yes, he is. They look big. I don't know what figure they used as the base. I think it's Django. Yeah. Because Django, I think, is bigger than the Mandalorian or Fett. Well, I thought, I thought the, I thought I could be wrong. Though. I thought the red one, I thought the mall one was bigger than the. No, they're both. They're both chunks. They're both chunks. <laughs> both of them are like, yeah. But I, I they're, really, they're all, I they're think... all wanting Toyota beef. The first truck made for <laughs> thick boys. I have a feeling that one of those new, it, within that line uh, that we're going to be waiting on, is Pre Vizsla because he goes with the loyalist. The only problem is Pre Vizsla's dead. See, they're all from the final season. That's the thing. We haven't got one of the female Mandalorians either. I'm thinking. I'm thinking if we get anything going forward, you're gonna get Bo-Katan. Yes. You're gonna get Maul with the legs. You still haven't done that. No. Because that could be interesting. I think the only other one you might get is um, who's the who's the Mandalorian visor that's that's there, the one they arrest. I can't remember his name. <sighs> it's not a Vizsla. No. Whatever his name was. I think those are the type of characters you might see, or hopefully, give us a Jesse, because that helmet is badass. Yeah. that's I, what I'm I looking. Still, would mind having like fives or Jesse or you know yeah. some of the those five of first. I think numbers. if you're gonna make, and, and then the other flip side is to not do everything from the last four episodes, correct, and do the Bad Batch. But now that we have, and we'll get to it, now that we have a Bad Batch series, they may save that for that. I have a feeling that's what they're going to do. Those might figures. as well at that point yeah. and just release them all at the same time. And, and then, like, thing. take one of them that doesn't come out for years, like Zeb. And there's still, there's still, Ventress is a rumor that's supposed to be coming out. I'm, so, I'm shocked we haven't got a Ventress yet. Yeah, I'm still so. I took them Especially so long since she to has get a lightsaber. Duker. Right? It seems like lightsaber but it's not even. Characters. I'll give you a little bit because she's there's a little bit of design work in there. Not having Dooku until late last year or whatever, early mm-hmm. this year. That shocked me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because not only is he in the movie, but he was a major part of the well, They were supposed series. to do a big like set for episode one's 20th anniversary. Then they wanted to do one for episode two. Well, the problem, and episode with, three, and the problem with episode one thing, because I was in 2018 at the Hasbro panel. They said they had a lot of plans for right. 2019 because it was the 20th anniversary. And we got like Mace... And yeah, nothing. I think and we finally got the Qui-Gon. battle droid. Qui Gon, yeah. I think, was the year Qui-Gon. before. Was yeah, it? yeah. So remember, everybody. Well, even Mace, you can say, is from Episode Two. Yeah. yeah, but the thing was, when they said that, I think that's where it also entered in my head at the time that they might do the Pod Racer, and they didn't do anything because the problem is, at the end of the year, was Rise of Skywalker, and you had Mandalorian. Yeah. So you had, and you had, you had. Um, COVID. The game. No, you had the game yes. in 2019. Well, That's that, the thing. For 2019, I, what I feel like is Lucasfilm went to Hasbro and said, we don't care what you want to do. You've got to produce figures for these three entertainments that are coming out in the fall. That was their yeah. Triple Force Friday. And so it became the second half. It's like what you, the first half was getting the, the last of... Because I, I, the fact that they did more fig- figures for Solo than they have for Episode Nine is weird to me. At least it mm-hmm. feels like that. Um. I don't know. Yeah, you had that big gap. Characters. That's the thing. You had that big gap in 2018 between Solo and then when you there's got to Rise of Skywalker. There's a ton of characters that 
from a bunch of media. And I, it, this could be maybe falling on the, the problem of having too many Star Wars media coming out at once is you can't. Yeah, have because you're of- trying to do they. I said at the time when we were talking about Solo, I said they have a year and a half before they have to do or a little over a year before I think we see episode nine stuff. And through the rest of that year, that's when they slowed down. They didn't release as many figures at a time. Mm -hmm. They did some here. I was shocked we didn't see Ewoks in that. The fact that they haven't finished the Rogue One team. Like there's still one member of that team. They're never going to do that figure. Exactly. Because there's... No, there's still a couple figures from that they haven't done. No, but the, the core team that was not having a Bodie is the thing where you're like the shuttle of the shuttle crew. We don't have Bodie. It's like Zed. And I don't with, think they're doing Bodie. Not them. having a Bodie. Not having a. Um, God, damn, we just lost his name. Um, you can do Blue Leader. You can do Pow. You can do um, Blue Leader. I'm uh, surprised. Um, the lead, the the oh, the one that she actually talks. The only one that that Cassian actually calls by name of the of the team. Uh, what about what Riz's character? Pash, Not Riz, Pash, but uh, Passion Pagpa, the sergeant, um, and General Draven. What about what about the um, who was the, the the DJ that was in it? Um, the DJ, yeah, who the black soldier that um, he was. Oh, I thought he was a rapper. I mean, that's what I meant, a rapper. Yeah, I don't know. I his said name Riz, either. but I know it's not Riz. It's uh, no Riz is Riz is Bodie. Yes. <laughs> um, but out out and then of we all don't have those, a Saul. The Saw is the one. Galen Urso. We don't have a Saul. Galen Urso is such a boring yeah. figure. The problem is, is I can throw away all those arguments when we say it's a boring figure for the fact that we have Holdo. And I like the hold. I think the fil- the figure is fantastic. She does fire a blaster, even though it's set on stun. So they were able to give her a blaster. What do you give Riz? What do you, what do you give Bodie? You're not going to give him the cable thing. That doesn't make any sense. I, well, you know what the funny thing is? Um, two sons did a they did a Bodie. Oh yeah, with the cable thing. Yeah, as as a as that. But uh, if you're asking for a Riz, a Riz. If you're asking for a Bodie, you might ask for that as a single person. But on a mass market, you release that figure. It has nothing. We just got Justice League Unlimited figures from DC right. collectibles. That was something from like two years ago. They're twenty five dollar figures, and they come with nothing. And now Flash and Superman, you get, they're like, oh, there's nothing there. There's no Batarang. There's no Mace for uh, for for What's-Her-Face for Hawkgirl. There's no Construct for John. And you're like, $25 and it doesn't come with anything? You can still give him a blaster because, I mean, you don't he see He never touches a blaster in the entire thing. Give him like a screwdriver or something. Yeah, that doesn't make any ne- sense either. Neither, do, neither does Tarkin and he comes with a blaster. Yeah, but you figure Tarkin probably shot somebody. Riz is just flying a flying a, a, give him a, a tie, give thing. him a helmet, a tie helmet. That doesn't work either. He wouldn't have had a tie helmet. He's an independent contractor you, you, for all intents and purposes. <laughs> you put him in a set where you know someone's going to have a lot more deco, so then that way they can put him in and it's cheap. But you have another person or another. Well, that's what you put. The I can't, but the I mean, thing is, I can't. I can't think of a single black series figure that has been released without some sort of accessory. Not one. Even Admiral Akbar will have his stupid stick that he never used, and only because the original. They all had have it. accessories, yeah. But I think that's I think that's part of the reason why we haven't seen Mon Mothma. What the hell do you give Mon Mothma? Because the doing the the the, the, no. the hologram is way too I big. I was going to say that it's way too big. It's bigger than her. That hologram is like five feet tall. 
So that's what you do is you get all those characters together and put parts of the base that you connect together. You like, do no, first. Figure. No, do not start suggesting that freaking <laughs> Star Wars does a build a figure. <laughs> your Bodhi is your build a figure. God no. <laughs> or you do. Or you do. That, Saul is see, your build a figure. That's past. That's uh, the thing. Get it? Get it? Saul is a build a figure. That whole thing is past. That idea of having Star Wars be a build a figure that would have worked if when you originally did Rogue One, if you did Krennic, Jin. Cassian, Bays, and Chirrut, and they all came with a piece of Bodhi, that makes sense. Two arms, two legs, a head, and a body. Yeah, it just seems morbid. But the thing is, is the, the way to do that is the only way, because he doesn't have an accessory. Who cares? Right. Because he's a Build-A-Figure in order to make, you know, make that character so you can put him in your group. I don't know how they, I honestly, I don't know how they do it. No. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know what to give him. I don't know what to give you know, the only thing I can think of, because it's him some even even the little the little thing that he gives Saw is so small. Yeah, you, you know, it comes that you give him some goggles. He's gonna be maybe, wearing the goggles. Maybe, uh, soft well, you know, you could, you could do the goggles as a as a separate uh, piece. Yeah, but it's still nothing. That that's that's a part of his costume to me. You sure. do a soft uh, soft uh, goods uh, coveralls, something like that, just to give him something more than just. You could do molded. his vest as a as a as a separate piece that comes on and yeah, off. Yeah. Oh, he has a vest, does he? Yeah. He's got like a flight vest. There's a ton of characters that are like that, that they still release. It's just, for me, it's like, and you, you give have him an entire a, team that you doesn't have one member of the team. So You just give him a pistol. Yeah. Give him a gun. Why not? He was in the, he was in the middle of that battle on Scarif. He, he needed a gun at some point. No, he didn't. He stayed in the thing. <laughs> When he ran out to run the cable, he did he not had, have a pistol on he him. He should he had have a, had cable a gun just in case he needed it. So we just did the Hasbro panel for Comic Con stay at home. Oh, I see the, the brown vest that's over <laughs> yeah. him. You do that, the goggles, and you give him. I guess if you can get if you can get all the pieces in the vest off, you could do something. God, they'd be so small though. But then again, what's his face came with a the child came with <laughs> micro size. Yeah, but the child is such a small thing anyway. Uh, so Netflix has announced Samurai Rabbit, the Usagi Chronicles. And everyone did not read it. Nobody read, nobody read the article. And a guy on one of the pages I was on, like, his name is Usagi, not Samurai Rabbit. Uh, And I was like, read it. It's not about Usagi. Yeah. (laughs) It's about his grandson, if I remember right. That was the funniest thing is I saw a lot of that. Um. And you, you, the article didn't really. I mean, it. They tried to make it sound like it was Usagi, uh, Usagi show. It's in Usagi's universe because yes. it is his descendants. It's like Space Usagi. It's Dark Horse millions of years ago produced Space Usagi, which is Usagi's great, 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 whatever grandson. Sure. Um, and he is. He's still named Usagi, um, <laughs> and it takes place in space, and it's awesome. It's so good. Uh, he did two of them, two series, and they're, they're, the collection went out of print for the longest time, which was a shame because it's amazing. So it'll be it, it's interesting because it sounds like he's trying to do stories that won't interfere with the Usagi Yojimbo stories that he has right now. Uh-huh. So he can call these canon if he wants to, um, which throws out his idea that uh, uh, the, the UFO one he, he did when he first released it is like, no, this is canon. This is how Usagi dies. Yeah, you, you know, <laughs> aliens come down from another planet <laughs> and kill Usagi. It took an extraterrestrial to kill Usagi, because um, his son fights in that too, and his son dies in that too. 
spoiler word. Spoiler? Yeah. Um, Jeez. You had years so to read it. He, having this feels like, it, the, the interesting thing to me is it's set so much later than Usagi's time. Yeah. Because where Usagi is, is the start of the end of the feudal system. And the idea of the of the the shogunate connecting all of Japan, and so his grandson would live in a fairly different time, if I remember my Japanese history right. And spoiler alert: I probably don't. That's a spoiler that you don't. Yeah, um, I learned it, almost all of it from Yusagi. <laughs> <laughs> Someone was talking about Yogokai. They're like, "Oh, this book's Yokai," and I was like, "Oh, the the phantoms of Japanese lore." And they just looked at me like, "How do you know them, Yusagi?" It was a one-shot one shot on it. It's, it's called Yokai. And it's that was loud. Fighting, uh, fighting little demon dudes and phantoms and crazy monsters and stuff. Um, <laughs> but he's, they, they did... Um, they were trying to do a Yosagi show three or four years ago. They had a panel. Yes. It was 30th or whatever it was for, for the anniversary of Yosagi. And there was a guy who did like like a stop motion. And it was mm-hmm. amazing, but... Also said, there's no way we can make a Wasn't show. Wasn't that right this. around the time that his wife died? Uh, no, it was before his wife died. But I think but it she was, was sick. Was, well, she was sick for a long time. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is why he remarried like a month after she died. Um, such a weird thing. This <laughs> is why Chocolate sends me the thing. Like we're proud to announce that so and so and I have gotten married. And he said anything like, "Does that feel right to you?" And it's well, <laughs> she's been in a brain dead coma for like two years. So I guess hey, you I don't mean, know. Maybe his wife was like, I want you to get remarried. Once probably did. You know, like, as long as his kids are fine with it. I'm like, that's yeah. the only people that met. But it was weird to be like, okay, that seemed <laughs> odd. It's been like a month since your wife passed no, but away. I mean, wasn't it right around the time that she, I think when she sick. finally, yeah, but whatever it was, yeah. it was an interesting panel because I went to, went to, to it and it had to be an anniversary one because it was a lot of us standing up and just thanking him for creating Usagi right. and sticking with it for so long. And it's also where he announced that he was not going to do the book every month anymore. <laughs> he was going to do, well, yeah, he was going to do short stories going forward because mm. he did the book forever. And then he took a break in right. order to do Musashi. Musashi. I think it was Musashi or no, was it Mif- maybe it was Mifun. He was, he did a historical story mm. and it took him way longer than he thought it was going to be. Yeah. And then when he was done, he, I think that's the point where he got into trying to sell Usagi and it took forever for Usagi to come back. And then it was like, well, now that it's coming back, I'm just going to do mini series. Right. And the book tanked with the, the layoff and then coming back as a series. And then he went to IDW and he's now doing it in color. Um, I finally read that first collection that finally came out. It's really good because mm-hmm. all of this stuff is good, but it is weird to read it in color. Yeah. Like he's done a color special and they've had a couple of issues that got recolored at one point. Um, but reading brand new stories in color to me, I was like, what? this is, this is odd to me. Like, he usually <laughs> just does one color special every couple of years, which goes into, well, we, get we goes into, well, we go into we're talking about books, the gray man, which is a novel is being turned into a series or a show, a movie. It's a movie. Yes. It's going to be the highest budgeted movie that Netflix has done. To date, two hundred million dollars. Yeah, Amazon spent a billion dollars. <laughs> I read that article saying it's the highest budget movie that Netflix has made, and but I was the Russo like, brothers are panning. And I'm directing. expecting like eight hundred million dollars or something. Like well, it's a movie versus you know right, a twenty a series. episode series or whatever that Lord of the Rings is going to be for right. a billion dollars. Just insane number. It's going to star Chris Evans. How do the Russo brothers know Chris Evans? I don't know. It's weird, and. 
Oh shit! Who else is in it? Uh, so Gosling. Gosling. Yes. Ryan, Ryan Gosling. So Ryan Gosling is playing me. the gray man, and Chris Evans is playing the character that's chasing him throughout the whole movie. So he one's playing the gray man, the other's playing <laughs> the not, not so, so great man. man. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's. It, I mean, it's based on uh, like CIA. It's a. It's like a thriller novel. Yes. Things like that. So, and I think they made a movie of this story before, like years ago. In like eighties or nineties, but uh, I think it got like a, when I was looking it up, it was like seven out of ten on IMDb. So I don't know how how well that was received. Rayman was a film in two thousand seven. Was it two thousand seven? Jesus, shows here I was paying attention. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was. A, it, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, you got the Russo brothers directing. You got the guys who wrote. Uh, the Avengers Endgame with them also writing the story for this too. So, I mean, Netflix like has pulled in some big names to do this, and having big name creators, I think, is the biggest thing. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. almost none of their deals with like creators have come out. Yeah. Like the stuff that's there, like the the nothing from the the Game of Thrones guys. Because remember, they they left Star Wars to go do their Netflix deal. Right. It's not there. Yeah. They signed Mark Miller to to do all these series for you know, make up comic book series and then they would adapt them. None of that stuff's come out. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg Rucka, the old guard just got came, came out, but none of the Miller stuff that Netflix went and basically bought Miller's company, bought Miller world entirely in order to make media out of his stuff. None of that has gone into production. None mm-hmm. of that has made it in, yep. anywhere near the screen. I think, you know, having the Russo brothers and two fairly big stars in it is, is definite. We saw the, um, I'm wondering how many other former Avengers will have movies on Netflix. Well, yeah. Extraction was a big movie, and that had Extraction Chris. Was, Hanna, uh, that's Chris what I'm talking about. So Extraction did, was awesome. Did speaking of Avengers, did you hear that part of Spider-Man Three will be one of the Avengers chasing him? I, I'm, I'm so tired of all the rumors of Spider-Man 3 because <laughs> everyone's going, Venom's going to be in it, and Doc Ock did it, and this is why I did it, and it's like, just... We'll wait till it comes out. It's a the bigger no, the bigger idea to connect to the Russo brothers is the Russo brothers did an interview about this and they were talking about Endgame. Yeah. And they they hinted there was only one thing that would ever bring them back to the Marvel Universe, and that's doing Secret Wars. Mm. Yes. That if Marvel decided to do Secret Wars at one point, and that can be if if that's true, that can change the way that phase four, five, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. could really be, because then it could be like if you're getting to the point where you have the beyonder who technically could be more powerful than Thanos because his power is all internal and he yep. can kind of warp reality as he wants to and have these great actors and actresses who have played villains stand alongside the people that have played heroes. And because he can warp reality, he can bring them you back, can bring them back. Um, and bring the, but if it brings the Russo brothers back, they I mentioned they mentioned a while back that that's one of the, mm-hmm. the they've said was, a couple of times that that's because it's the story that got them, um, into Marvel, they were interviewing with Bro Bible. Um, and it says dude, it was Jesus. Let uh, me write that down, dude. No, bro. He's so so Joe, Joe Russo said it. Quote: It's one of the first major books to do that. That was a really event storytelling to me at its finest. And what happens when you put all those personalities together? End quote. Um, and Joe also said, "Quote: I also like the idea of villains having to team up with heroes." Uh, my brother and I like complicated relationships between heroes and villains. We like villains who believe they're heroes in their own stories. 
So it's all sort of built into this notion of secret wars. To execute something on the scale of Infinity War was directly related to the dream of, of st- secret wars, which is even larger in scale. That's how you bring Hugh Jackman Wolverine into it. Hugh Jackman is not going to be in a Marvel movie. Hugh Jackman is probably like I'm 300 pounds. I bet you that guy's eating pasta every no, day. No, he's still pretty ripped. Did you, see, ripped. did you see Chris Hemsworth? Yeah. He, he's what? getting bigger than Thor. He's doing Hulk Hogan. Yeah. He's not doing Hulk Hogan. He's going to be yeah. Because you said you said in the thread he was putting on weight to play Hulk Hogan. It's like he has to because Hulk Hogan was fat. Mm-hmm. Well, no, he's putting he's on beefy. muscle. He's doing yeah. he's in, yes, but Hulk Hogan was still fat. Oh yeah, he didn't have abs or anything. No, right? he was fat. All those guys back then were fat. Yeah, that's he, the funny thing to see like The Rock come out and everyone like why does everyone love The Rock? It's because women were like, oh, finally somebody that I really want to partner with, rather than Hulk Hogan is like my hair's already received. Pythons, I got huge pythons, but I got a gut that sticks out over like rip my shirt out and it, it just like the chest comes straight he had, down he had a gut that had a six-pack like it was still sticking out but you can, but you can still, still have this I, it's the weird thing i remember long ago one of those you know daytime talk shows or whatever that was talking about fitness and whatever it's like you can do a million sit-ups and if you still eat like crap you'll have muscles under your fat but you're still going to be fat right oh yeah that's not hulk hogan <laughs> <laughs> What are you going to do, brother, when Chris Hemsworth uh, plays you? Just on a side note, Daphne King said she's ready to 100% to come into an MCU, MCU movie as uh, Laura or X-23. 100% she's ready. I, I don't, don't think they will, but she's like, I'm ready. Yeah, because hasn't she had one acting role since then? Like, has she done anything since it? She did that HBO series, and I think she's still doing it right what now. What HBO the, series? The Dark Material. Yeah. Oh, whatever. His Dark Materials or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's, Good for her. It's the Golden Compass uh, series. Good for her. She'll be old enough to play teen Laura now. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, because they're not going to hire like Mandy Moore or something to do. They're like, they'll Mandy go out and find, some, they'll find somebody. <laughs> they'll find Moore's somebody like who's 35. 20 years ago. What's wrong being 35? Um, I'm just saying she's not going to be Laura. That's, here's a surprise <laughs> everyone on Beverly Hills 90210 was oh, twice the age of what no they were kidding. playing. <laughs> But the Luke Perry, <laughs> he's hot. He's young. He's thirty-five. Is Tom Holland has started uh, filming Uncharted now? So they've, they've actually started filming. When Uncharted. I saw, <laughs> when I saw that thing and it, it just said Tom on the director's chair yeah. or whatever, and I didn't really realize like this is Nate the name of the oh character. Does, it was yeah. Nate and and I'm thinking in my head like Nate Fillion's in Uncharted. I forgot that was the character's name. Because <laughs> well, I was like, why are they talking about Tom Holland? Everybody wanted Nathan Fillion. Everybody dude. wants to, Nathan Fillion to play every single person. Because Nathan Fillion did we're gonna the redo voice. the we're gonna do a Han well, Solo originally, movie. Originally, you had Mark Wahlberg playing the character, but it's been twenty years since they've been trying to make this movie. Yeah, so they now. also didn't want him to just to talk to snakes. <laughs> hey, snake, how you doing? So you're in the jungle. What's up with that? I just want to do a movie with you. That movie was on today, <laughs> and I was Which watching one? it. Transformers. Which the fourth one or the yes, fifth one? No, the fifth oh, one was coming on after. Awful. Everybody goes, is this the one I I went with you to see? And went, no, you saw the first one. Mm. She goes, were any of these good? The first one. <laughs> and Bumblebee. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm an inventor. That's what I do. I invent stuff. There's a car. There's a truck that's crashing in the side of a theater that's been here for 40 years, but nobody sees it. That nobody home. knows about it. It's here, so I just buy it. I can just buy it. Instead of anybody wondering, why is there a car that wasn't here before? Or a truck. It's a big truck. It looks like Optimus Prime, who everyone has seen, and yet they can't figure out that's Optimus <laughs> Prime. That China scene or sequence. That's the, mo- that's the best honest trailer I've ever seen. That moves so fast. You have no idea which character is which on mm. there. 
Neither do the people in it. <laughs> and every single person who is a Chinese citizen is a martial arts master. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't have like a, so a, many mar- a Chinese ninja force for some reason take down half the Decepticons. That movie makes well. Then you, no have, you have the Chinese teens that are sitting in the car and they're listening to to like K-pop or something. One of them's playing the guitar. They're not and, listening to K-pop. No, I don't like K-pop, but you know. They're listening to something like that. They're listening to J-pop. <laughs> but it's just... C-pop. <laughs> they're Chinese. Come on, guys. <laughs> but it's just, you know... They're, Papa's they're, not allowed. They're just they're ter- yeah, stereotypical. And I'm like, this is so bad. Then you have... St- you have uh, I said Stephen Tucci. The Tooch. <laughs> it is, yeah. Stanley Tucci. Stanley, thank you. I, it's like, Tooch. I know Stephen's Tooch. right. Tooch. That's Tooch one of my... Running that's around. That's one of my favorite... <laughs> That's one of the best SNL videos that uh, that hmm. Pete made. Oh my god, the Tooch one with uh, Sam Rockwell playing Stanley Tucci. <laughs> but it's just you know running around. Just, there's remember that the the Tooch is the bad guy for two thirds of the film. Yeah, and then he's just screaming <laughs> and talking because it's like and he's You're carrying an a bomb. You're an inventor, just like me. I invent stuff. So do you. You have a company. I don't have a company. I have a company that got my friend killed. <laughs> And nobody cares about him anymore because he's a big Me Too guy. But you're not on you're, you're an Avenger. I'm you know what? That's now. right, Mark Wahlberg. I'm totally a good guy now. Zero sense whatsoever. <laughs> and the fact that Transformium <laughs> allows the Decepticons, which they said they made 50, and I think Hound killed 175 I'm alone. Sorry, <laughs> they Grimlock should be able just too. to be like, they should be able to move all of their molecules or whatever and have the bullets go through them, but apparently now they get destroyed and Optimus has boots on his jet, but he doesn't use them to go get the Dinobots. He just runs across the country. And the idea, like, oh, we're in Hong Kong and four feet to the west is a giant forest that nobody's been in for 100 years. <laughs> and he's running like, hey, auto Dinobots, let me fight you. <laughs> And they'll go, no, I'm not going to do anything for the humans anymore. Let's fight for the humans again. <laughs> it's the worst. And no, nobody can tell. What's what's the bounty hunter's name? I have no idea. Blackjack, whatever. I don't care. Frazier's in it. Okay. Yeah. That makes no sense. Stanley Tucci, <laughs> not Stanley Tucci. Um, John Turturro continues to just have his yep. career go into the toilet. Stop doing Transformers movies. We, we, we hailed this man as one of the greatest actors of his generation. And in the first one, he's fine. as kind of the mid-bad guy sort of thing. And now well, he's, he's just like, he's really goofy. Oh, no, he's totally goofy. He gets peed on. Come on. Bumblebee actually takes a whiz on him. <laughs> but the, but, but the, we like that movie. <laughs> but to make things worse, Stanley Tucci becomes drunk Merlin in the next one. <laughs> Tooch. Tooch. Oh. Tooch. Tooch. Yeah. It's so bad. It's so bad. I've Terrible. seen like two minutes. I might have seen five non-consecutive minutes of the fifth one. I think I saw two minutes of the beginning, and then I saw something in England at one point because like one of the one of the researchers is like super hot. Yeah, I always love that every scientist in his films is like <laughs> know, smoking right? hot. <laughs> well, it is Michael Bay. Yeah, I, I, but yeah, it was on, it was either that or watching or uh, uh, Central Intelligence was on. The one with the rock. That and, one's uh, better than Kevin. I would, I would, I would Kevin, watch Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. I'd watch Kevin Hart and The Rock way more than I would watch. But it was like, I've seen them on, like on TBS in the background mm. so many times or whatever. So I just the, like, I watched the Honest trailer for The Rock today. 
the movie. Yeah. It's like, oh, so this is what a good Michael Bay film looks <laughs> like. Back when he was kind of restrained, it was like right. that action hadn't been so overblown yet. And it's like, oh, this is fun. These characters are crazy and it's totally out of there, but it's just like all gunplay and awesome action and great one-liners. Yep. And then Con Air, which is, he actually did not direct. People were like, he only directed Con Air. No, no, he, he produced doesn't. it. He didn't direct mm. it. He produced it. Like the stuff that he produces, it's fine. <laughs> He, he doesn't pro- do anything to him. Well, he had, a, he had to produce it because... Black sales, that TV series about pirates. Great. Oh, when you produce he, he a TV series, that means day. you don't do anything. Yeah. He walks in one day and he's like, how much money do you need? Okay, cool. It's not All even right, that. Sweet. He just walks in and is like, how much money are you giving me to put my name on it? Why do you think Joss Whedon's name was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? He didn't do anything with it. He's like, give my brother a job. Right. Just make sure it's not so bad that everybody hates it, but bad enough that most everybody hates it. Inconceivable! Oh, it's conceivable because <laughs> it happened. Uh, so, you know what is happening? That everybody's excited about. That everybody's been craving since they saw them in a three-episode arc. New Mutants. The Bad Batch. Four episodes. Was it four? Yes, four. All, it's 12. I don't, but they it's three the, arcs of four episodes. Were they in the first episode of that? Yes. Okay. Might as well. But at the end, sure. they show up. The Bad Batch. The clones of the Clone War that didn't turn out right. They were a little They off. were the... Bad Batch. They are the Bad Batch. Which originally the Bad Batch were ARC troopers, but okay. <laughs> Karen Travis, I don't know where you are, but I love you. <laughs> you had a great story that they they destroyed. The Bad Batch is what everyone... Isn't there, isn't there a Clint Eastwood movie back in about war, uh, the bad Vietnam bunch? called Bad Batch? No. Or something? I don't think so. The Bad Bunch? No, that's the Wild Bunch. No. Tomato, so tomato. The other one's the Brady Bunch. <laughs> That's definitely not what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, why don't we, why don't we have six inch action figures of the Brady Bunch? Like they've done everything else. Didn't I need, they, I want, didn't I need, they do Brady Bunch figures in those they crappy did. like eight inch figures well, that you saw? The, at no, I need I need a, I need a, a a super articulated Brady Bunch and the Partridge Family, and just let them like go to war. <laughs> just Alice with her meat cleaver, just killing John Cassidy like crazy. Only if you put in Cousin Oliver. I don't even remember which one Cousin Oliver is. The little he, blonde kid He's the, the little glasses? blonde kid that they put in when ratings were going down and they needed a new character. When, when Cindy started getting too old to be cute. Oh, dude, I didn't watch, didn't watch the Brady Bunch from long. I think I watched a season. There's a whole two generations of kids or people listening to this going, what? No, there's a whole bunch My, of people going, there's more than the episodes in Hawaii? <laughs> Because those are the only ones that are ever on. There, a lot of my knowledge from those 60s and 70s shows was because I grew up watching TV Land. It's the only reason why I grew up watching Batman 66. Well, for here, it was all the stuff that was on Channel 5. Are you talking about the movie with Gary Cole? The Brady Bunch? Yeah. No. <laughs> I, for, I, for, I forgot they did that in Bewitched. <laughs> they did two the other, movies of the Brady Bunch. The, the, the other day, Melissa was watching Bewitched. She told me she's watching, uh, you know, she's watching a movie and she's watching Bewitched. I'm like, it's oh a yeah, bewitched movie. Will she's Ferrell. Like, yeah, it's Will Ferrell. I, like, I forgot that existed. Yeah, see, because it was bad. Oh, oh I'm sure bad. it was terrible. <laughs> I think she likes it though, so good for her. Um, what's her name? Uh, but I want I want a Partridge Family, super articulated, and I need Brady Bunch. Contact uh, Super Seven. Apparently, you know, you know, no, if you got the money, Super Seven don't make any figures that you want. Did make those. I think it was Funko, or it was. No, I'm NECA. saying contact them because if you have the money, they'll make whatever figure you want. Oh, Super Seven does five POA though, don't they? No, they did. They did both. Remember, they did it. They did a uh, when they got the He-Man did, license uh, for a real short time. They did a three and three quarter five POA. <clears throat> yeah, they uh, did that for everything. They did Back to the Future. They did. Yeah. They, did they just started whatever. doing six inch. Uh, so, called, uh, give me a six-inch Land of the Lost, too. 
That's what I need with dinosaurs. I think somebody did that one. I'm sure they did. Uh, so they the Bad Batch. Inch, uh, Street Fighter figures recently. That That's makes what, sense. Yeah. Everybody's wondering where they're going to put the story of the Bad Batch. A lot of people are hoping they put it between or after uh, Order 66 and have them be in, you know, the, the in-between. They are not going to do that. No. They're going to do before they show up. This is the thing with the Bad Batch is the, the, so much of the final season of, of Clone Wars, this is even before the Netflix shows, right. the Netflix season, half season, whatever it was, was all that information got leaked when it got quote unquote canceled. Yes. You know, for whatever reason that it was stopped. The the stuff with Ahsoka, um, the stuff with Asajj mm-hmm. and the Bad Batch were all a big part of that final season. And Correct. people have to remember what you saw four months ago or whatever, or three months 12 ago. 12 episodes. Yeah. Those 12 episodes are connected to what not only the, are not only connected to what the Netflix episodes were, but also the book Dark Disciple. Correct. All of those were supposed to be one season. And Which would again, be a 24 episode yeah. season. And again, if you had seen it when it was originally supposed to come out, I don't think you would have been as disappointed in the Bad Batch episodes because I still contend everyone who's like, I don't like these. These are no good. And you tuned in for that first one. And you thought it was Ahsoka. You thought you were going to get 12 episodes of Ahsoka, Ahsoka, Ahsoka. And yep. you didn't. You had four episodes of the Clone Wars with the Blad, with Bad Batch. Blad Batch. Blad Batch. <laughs> the Blad Batch. The Blad Batch. This Blad is, Batch. Is, all, is all vampires. I have a bad feeling about this. Um, the people that I've seen that are just like, I don't understand. Why are they doing the ones off the weakest arc or whatever? Like Those characters are interesting. Oh, they were totally interesting. And that story is not bad. No. When you take it out of the context of... I expected to see Ahsoka for 12 episodes mm-hmm. and in the course of 12 episodes, I get six with her or whatever. And the last four are amazing. Oh yeah. So I dare you to watch that last one without crying. I just wish that one would have come out in the regular one. Cause you wouldn't have known Ahsoka's fate. Yeah. Nah. Before rebels. If it come out before rebels, I think the before rebels that, and before Ahsoka, um, it would have been so much more impactful. Yep. To me, but, um, uh, so it makes it makes sense. I mean, they're characters that. But see, people, there's a lot of people wanting it to take place after with Echo as part of their bunch. But that's only like six weeks. I know that. Like, I, but it, see, they're wanting a them, single season. Because they're wanting them to to get into with the the syndicates and you know and then they don't have anything to do with the syndicates. with the purge troopers and things like that. They don't have anything to do with any of that. I, I totally agree. I, well, I mean, they still could because they could survive. Like you said, I think it would be more interesting to have a post. Uh, Order 66 group where they, because they're not clones, they're, they're a bad batch right. and they don't have the chip or whatever you want to put in there or Echo teaches them about the chip. Yeah. That the five of them, six, uh, six of them, is there five in the, in the batch? I thought there was only four. No, four and then there's the, and yeah, Echo. Echo's the fifth. Yeah. To have the five of them in a post Order 66 world would be more interesting to me. I like that idea. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. No. He's just going to give us Clone Wars with them. That See, and with Clone Wars, if, if they're within the Clone Wars, then you have the potential of bringing in some of the other characters. Yeah, and that's that's why, I, one, I don't want it there because you know their fate. Yes. You know they're going to survive. Whereas if you place it in a post-Order 66 world, you know, an Empire world, um, you're going to, uh, you, you can kind of get... I think you can have more fun with it because you're not... Yeah, because it's also, Wars. you can kill them all. Yeah. The potential is there. Like watching Rebels, we're like, we don't know if any of these people survive. Right. Until you get to Rogue One, or or I think Rogue One's the first time Sandula gets na- named, not the Galaxies, the little YouTube yes. videos. So you're like, okay, well, we know. And you see the ghost. Yeah. And Chopper. Mm-hmm. We, know, we know 
Hera and Chopper make it. Yeah. But again, I got four other characters that may not make it, and one of them doesn't. Right. Spoiler. Um, well, technically two. Well, three. I mean, Zeb does go off to his own little thing. I'm talking about surviving. Live, uh, yes. In terms of surviving, only one of them doesn't make it. Correct. And again, try getting through that episode and the beginning of the next one. There is more heart in this than all of episode one. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a droid reaching out and grabbing someone's hand. But because you've been with them for three years, like that makes a lot of sense. Oh, that, yeah. That, <laughs> that scene is death. Oh, God. That's brutal. Uh, it makes sense. The only problem about that. that episode is on top of that, you've got the world in between the, the in between world thing. And that's kind of that to me, they that, did that the, takes away just a little bit. They did it. the best that they could with it. For me, I'm, I'm finally getting back to, uh, IDW's GI Joe. I've been reading mm-hmm. two years worth of it sitting in the <laughs> box and the sci-fi elements are there and I just had to let it go. Yeah. Like the brainwave scanner exists. They're, they're uploading consciousnesses into, into robots and everything. And I'm like, it's just, it's GI Joe. Go for it. Just have fun with it. Yeah. It's the, the, if they start using the world between worlds for a lot of other stuff, like if they're going to give us the, you know, how the emperor survives. And instead of it just being cloning, it's because he goes into the war, you know, he's flying down the shaft and he goes into the world uh-huh. between worlds and whatever. Ugh. Well, that, that's, that, that's part of what they've been talking about. More and more. About. I think of it, man, am I mad that they brought the emperor back? I, I didn't want it. And then the trailer suckered me and I'm like, yeah, I want it. Give it to me. And then you see it and you're like, okay, that happened. And later I'm like, Vader didn't do a damn thing. Nope. He does nothing. Nope, it's like sacrifice this sucks. does nothing. It's, it, yeah, it doesn't do anything. I still, I'm always still under the impression that Vader's sacrifice still means a lot. How? Because of it's his his story and his part by him doing that to the Emperor. That's what changed Vader. So yes, it's, it, his it, sacrifice it, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean doesn't a lot. It doesn't take away from his change. No, it doesn't take away from the it fact takes that he away saves from that he saves an Luke. Story, yeah, maybe. Um, but. Vader sacrifices. Still he also mean, saves Luke's uh, life so that they're not sitting in the in the Death Star when it explodes yeah. <laughs> into a it's billion pieces. It's still a pieces. big deal, and so like when people say, it is, "Oh, but it's Vader's still something," sacrifice is not a big deal anymore because the Emperor's back. It's, it's still, still a big, a big deal, deal, but it takes away a big part of it in that he's the one that destroys the person that ruined his life. He doesn't. In the end, the the Emperor still exists to destroy someone else's life. Thinking about it more and more, the much more interesting story is Kylo. Yes. Is Kylo becoming the emperor of whatever the first order is mm-hmm. or the leader or the supreme leader or whatever. And his, his journey to becoming bat poop crazy and trying to destroy. I mean, I always like the idea of him trying to destroy the galaxy more so than save it. And his obsession with destroying Ray and destroying the, 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 the rebels and everything or the resistance and not getting the redemption arc, having Ray still have to kill him. And a lot of it is influenced by what they did, what the EU did with Jaden or uh, Jason, with uh, with Jason Solo. Well, I always say where Jaina Jaina has no choice; she ends up killing him. She can't redeem him. I, yeah. I always hated the fact that it seems like everybody in the dark that goes to the dark side seems to have this redemption to them. You know, even you, you get it. You know, Ventress has a redemption to her. Ventress Dooku, has done so well. Dooku doesn't because Dooku he's doesn't, more idealistic. Dooku doesn't because all he wants to do is learn about the dark side. Right. And then it ends up killing him. Um, but all these characters. You Revan. Know, Revan yeah, I was going to say a Revan. Lot of the yeah. old, a lot of the old ones in the EU had the same thing, too. You look Quadroma. He Exar turns Khan. to the dark side and comes back. Exar Kun never gets saved. Doesn't yell at you. look kills him. Yeah, I think doesn't so. he? Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. you look kills him. Or he, 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 he kills he, him because he infests him or something right, like that. Yeah, something like that. 
And then he comes back. The in only the one that you Jedi didn't have redeem, uh, redeeming, and you can't, and was the Emperor. And, but to me, he needs to be. He needs to be the one that's pure evil, even before. You know, that's why I've always. Yeah, I don't said need the, the drowning puppies. That's why I always said that. You know, he needs to be the one that. You know, he basically rapes Shami, and then wipes her mind. Uh, you know, so well, that, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, I would. I it's, would. It's I Star would Wars. Totally, can, we, can we not bring rape into Star Wars? I would totally go as far no, as you can with him. No, that's he okay. He murdered his parents when he was a kid. That's fine. You want him to murder his parents? That's fine. You want him to murder Plagueis? That's fine. Please don't have him rape people. <laughs> no, I, I don't need it. Well, yeah, okay. Doesn't I've read enough Mark Miller stories. Okay. I don't need it. Doesn't technically rape her. He he he. he Let's he, just go with the idea that midichlorians have. I still can't. Go <laughs> but you got to do it. That's what that's what George gave you. That's what Papa George gave you, buddy. You got to. So go guess with what? It. Home Alone's getting. You rebooted. know what? When they try. <laughs> did not go with it when Ryan Johnson tried to turn some of the stuff that Papa George gave you and dealt with yeah, it. Fans went crazy, like I don't like this. It made me think about stuff. Uh, but they they have talked. There is a rumor out there that you know no, Kathleen Kennedy is on her way out, and Favreau is going to take over as the head of of Lucasfilm, and he's going to use uh, the the Filoni is Filoni is going to be his right hand man, and they're going to use the world in between worlds to. Uh, to uh, get rid of we, what we've always said, once you open Pandora's box, yeah. you can't close it. What again. they're going to use it to retcon the sequel. There's a couple trilogy. of things that are wrong with that, and the one thing is that John Farver was not tying himself to Lucas. Oh, Fox. there's no way. At some point, Disney's going to come to him like Lion King two, yeah. live action. Let's get Beyonce and whoever else survived the first one. Who is it? Lando, he's in it. Sure, There's let's get Donald. There's no Trump. way he's going to. Be Here's tied forty down. million dollars to direct the live action Lion King two. And I it's see, not based on the cartoon. <laughs> I can see Filoni taking over his head. But the thing is, it doesn't even need to be head. Because here's the thing, and this drives me crazy. Is is because I've been going with this with people that are just like Dan DiDio needs to come back and save DC Comics because he, he did all this crap. He did all these terrible things. These people don't exist in a vacuum. Right. It's not like Kathleen Kennedy says, okay, let's make Ray gay. Yeah. And it just happens. Like, Filoni can't even be like, all right, let's make Ahsoka gay. Right. We don't even know what that means. Maybe all uh, Tortugas or whatever are gay. We've never seen one in a relationship. I don't know. What are they? (laughs) Torguntas? What's what's your species? They're Tortugas. They're pirate islands on their heads. (laughs) If you look really, really closely, you can see the black pearls. It's like... (laughs) That's her beads. That's it. She's got that. She has that. Johnny uh, Depp's beads. She has that. Um. Uh. Michael Bolton song going through her head. The <laughs> <laughs> Lonely Island one. <laughs> Six oh my by God. Jack Sparrow the whole time. <laughs> um. It's it's not a vacuum. It's not like all these things happen. Togruta. Sure. I was close. T O G R U T A. It's all the same. Tergruta. It's the same letters. You just have to rearrange them. <laughs> I still have Tortuga. <laughs> In fact, I think you can do it. I think it's the exact same number. <laughs> it's pretty close. How many letters are in that? T O R T U G A. There's seven letters in Tortuga. T O G R U T A. T O G R U T A. Seven letters. That's the same. I all but guarantee you it's the same. Get a piece of paper. Write it down. <laughs> I bet you I can change it. Anyway, um, it's this is not a vacuum. It's not Kathleen Kennedy's not the only one making decisions there. Um, mm-hmm. she has a boss too, by the way. Um, it's a multi-billionaire who runs Disney, who's never going to leave. 
Well, I said I was going to retire, but you know what? All the parks have burned down and I got to rebuild them. So I'm going to stay for another 20 <laughs> years. You ain't going anywhere, Bob. Just stay home. Just like, this is exactly. it. Like, come on, This man. is your life now. This is it. You're not going nowhere. Um, They're going to freeze you with Walt's head somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like Kathleen Kennedy. To, it's, the, it's the trolls on Twitter that said that, you know, Pablo Hidalgo runs all the story group. So he tells mm. everybody what to write. So it's not Ryan Johnson's fault that he wrote Last Jedi. It was is Pablo wrote it and then as a creator, allowed somebody else to take credit for it, yeah. which if you knew any creator in history, <laughs> nobody does that. Yeah. No. So it's just, I hate those things. It drives me, it drives me nuts. Because it just isn't. Filoni's a part of it. Um, uh, Favreau's a part of it. But they're working on a specific project. Right. Or projects in Filoni's case, I'm sure he's producing the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean he's writing every episode. Doesn't mean he's even going to form what that story's going to be. He may be able to say exactly like that. It's like, it's got to be set he in Clone be Wars before just... or it can be set after Order 66. He can put that out and then he can give you like an outline. Is it exact? <laughs> They're the exact same letters. I told you it's the exact same letter. So I was right. I was pretty close. Tortuga is T-O-R-T-U-G-A. Mm-hmm. Tagra uh, or... Tagruta. Tagruta or T-O-G-R-U-T-A. Yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> you just place the... I think it's just you slip the G and the T, right? The first G and the second T get flipped, and it's toward... Oh, no, you have to Almost. slip the R. Because the, you have to move the R, too. Yes. The mm. T and the G move, but the R goes in front of the T. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. There you go. That's how they're bringing Johnny Depp into the <laughs> I'm shocked Johnny Depp does not play the Star Wars character yet. I'm not. With Disney, man, with the... the, in the Maybe now. The... Uh, the really kind of insular way that Disney is. If you're in a Marvel film, you're in every other Disney. Film. Dude, he's going to be Revan. I can I can see Johnny Depp being I can see an alien. Jo- I can see Johnny character. Depp being Revan. I don't oh. think they're doing Revan. I don't think they are, but I could see him being. I Revan. got a feeling they're never doing Knights of the Old Republic, and people are just going to be. You're going to have people going to their grave like no. Lucasfilm didn't do Knights of the Old. No, Boom. but you see, Revan's up. already canon because. They're the name of one of there's the another Sith word that battalions. should have never existed. Should have never existed as canon. God, am I so tired of canon? Yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> those jackasses. <laughs> but you know what is canon? A new Home Alone reboot. Is it a reboot or a remake? Reboot. It said it was a reboot. Which it means- can say it could be reboot all they want, but even even studios can't get the nomenclature. So what right. you do is if you're going to do it as a reboot, Kevin is now the parent. Yeah, but Macaulay Culkin isn't going to act. <laughs> that guy owns like four islands. No, he, he's he came acting. back to do that commercial for Google. Yeah. Like two years ago, remember? Commercial for Google. Exactly. Versus doing a series. He did a Home Alone commercial for Google. You but also think- the fact that in a, in a modern society, if you leave your kid home when you go to Jamaica, <laughs> you get arrested when you come back. I know. In that society, what- you would have done it too. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids doesn't really work. I know they're making new ones or whatever, but let me tell you. Uh, Mr. Sanderson, yeah. Oh, what happened to your kids? They're um, they're at their aunt's, their their aunt's house. Yeah, they went, they went, uh, they went to they went to my sister's. Don't house. step there. Your sister's dead, Tom. I mean, um, he they uh, no, don't step there. I have an illegal technology in my attic that the government wants to steal from me, and my kids accidentally shrunk themselves because a baseball hit it, and now I don't know where they are. So Macaulay Culkin has been in Changeland. It's the movie with Seth Green, the, his company produced, uh, that he was also in. Dollface, he's going to be in the next American Horror Story. 
Yes, he's done stuff. I don't think he's doing <laughs> Home Alone 5, 4, 5. Was there three of them? There's three of them. There's there four of them? There's four of them, I think. There's, there's four. Of, oh, wait, they made one with another kid, didn't there's they? There's five of them. No. And there's Home Alone 1 and 2 with Macaul- uh, Macaulay Culkin, and then there's a third one with some other random, random kid. Random kid, but then but there I was think one. there's a fourth one, too. That they did on, like, Disney XD or, or something Plus like that. Or yeah. Something. I think there's a fourth one, too. Keep talking. I'll find it. Um, I th- I don't know. I mean, I, Al- I know. Oh it- my god! Home Alone Three is Alex D. Linz. Yes, Alex Pruitt, an eight-year-old boy living in Chicago, was found of international spies who seek a top-secret computer chip in his toy car. Oh no! <laughs> this is a four and a half out of ten on IMDb. Alex D. Linz plays Alex Pruitt. Oh, there's not a single person in here you'd ever think of. Um, not one. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I apologize. Molly Pruitt is played by Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's how old it is. That's how old it is. Um, when is this? Yeah, when is this movie? 1997. Mm. But we knew that when Disney bought Fox, they were talking about, they mentioned right away that they were going to reboot. Yeah. Home okay, Alone. she was 13. She was 12 or 13 when she shot Okay, the so film. there was, so there has been God, Home Alone 4, four, Taking Back the House, and yes, then there was. Home Alone, the so holiday four, heist. Four is a remake. Amidst his parents' impending divorce, Kevin McAllister must foil his old nemesis, Marvin, and his wife, Vera's plot to kidnap a crown prince. That would be but a despite reboot. Despite opposition from his dad, Peter, Peter's fiance, Natalie, and Natalie's butt. So this has nothing to do. Kevin McAllister's parents have split up. Okay, so it is him. French Stewart was in it. <laughs> no. French Stewart is the lead. Yep. Eric Avar Eric Avar is a better actor than that. Oh but then, my. Then who, there wait, was who plays Kevin McAllister? So Mike, then, we, Mike Weinberg. But look how young he is. That can't be a reboot. That can't be an ex, I guess it's an extension. It was all, that was in 2012. Season five, episode 14. Did, did that go straight to plane? That was taking that was a home on four. Season it's a season five. Episode 14. Uh, because it's the wonderful world of Disney. Mm. Oh, yes. It's a wonderful world of so Disney. It's like a TV movie. Yes. yes. And then there was Home Alone, the holiday heist. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and now there's... That was 2012. So that... Okay, so Home Alone 4 is 2002. Home Alone, the holiday heist is 2000. All of these posters have the same... Oh, is this is this a girl? It's a girl. Is it? Hol- Home Alone 2020... A married couple tries to steal back a valuable heirloom from a troublesome kid. That's the one that's... Ellie, okay. Ellie that's Kemper is... Pan- Ellie Kemper, you have Keenan Thompson, you have Chris Parnell. Oof. You have... Uh, I like all those people, but no. Archie Yates from Jojo Rabbit is the one sure. playing the kid. You have Rob Delaney. My goodness. Yep. Home Alone, the holiday whatever... Has Mikey Day. <laughs> it's everyone from SNL. Finn Baxter sets up booby traps to catch the ghost of his new home's former occupant, only to discover he must protect the house and his sister from three bumbling art thieves. Finn Baxter, so Finn, Finn Baxter and his family moved from California to Maine to their new house. Finn is terrified and believes the house is haunted. While he sets up traps to catch the quote-unquote ghost, his parents get stranded across town, and Finn is home alone with his sister. The house is targeted by three thieves. It does look like a girl on the cover. <laughs> that's not a dude, is it? Yeah. That's a dude. It's Archie Yates. That's the kid from Jojo Rabbit. 
No. No, no, no. This, I'm, I'm, I'm still stuck on the holiday heist, bro. No, no, no. That was the holiday heist. Oh, okay. Fourth, oh, that's the, totally, yeah. I, I thought okay. that was like 11 or whatever. So that would be six. So this would be the seventh Home Alone. The new no, one. The home, uh, no, you're know you right, because that's not a... No, four, four. this holiday heist is five. A five. Okay, so I'm just curious, six. is Joe Pesci going to make an appearance? No. <laughs> I don't know. He could probably use the money. Um, <laughs> so speaking of reboots... Kevin Smith recently did through what was a Legion Hunting. M, uh, the, that um, company that's supposed to be for you know the average person, but basically it's you basically just, funded by other filmmakers. You no, know, it's basically funded by it's crowdsourcing so that they can make their movies yeah. without spending their own money to make exactly. their movies. So Kevin Smith did Jay and Silent Bob reboot, which. It's funny in a way because... Yeah, the only way you could get it originally was you had to do the Kickstarter or something, right? Right. So in the within the, the movie, uh, Jay and Silent Bob go visit Banky, kind of like they did in the uh, Strikes Back movie. Mm-hmm. And they, you know they Banky introduces them to the world of the wow. internet the first time Hold in on. Strikes Back. Hold on. Let's go back for a second. Uh... Macaulay Culkin is apparently going to be in Home Alone 2020. Millionaire Deal made possible that Macaulay Culkin to make, participate in the film without knowing yet what his role in the story will be. <laughs> well, yeah. Wouldn't it be great if he is one of the robbers? <laughs> no, he's going to be Kevin McAllister. He's going to make some sort of stupid He's going to show up like, hey. I did like that. A hard like, smoking. He's like, well, so I got left home alone once. Didn't affect me at all. He saved the- Christmas twice. I made sure the dude next door got to see his family. He's going to be in charge of the child protective also- services that comes to the house. Exactly. He also kills both of those guys. I oh, mean, it's, multiple times. It's a severe trauma. Multiple times. I was like, Joe Pesci should be dead. Yeah. You can see with an iron that's probably like 40 feet before it gets electrocuted. And, he has it, and it's on. And it's just like, no. Oh, those poor guys. Okay, so Kevin and Smith made a movie. Kevin and Smith. Kevin and Smith. <laughs> Kevin Smith made a movie, yes. So within the movie, you know, they get talking about reboots because apparently part of the plot is that Bluntman and Chronic movie from the original Jane, you know. Yeah, it's from J.M. Plyle Bob Scrake back. Yes, is getting rebooted by Kevin Smith, the Phantoms, director. Phantoms yeah. is the bomb, yo. And it's, it's going to be called... Uh, Bluntman v. Chronic. Right. It's, it's playing off the joke of Batman it's playing v. Off the joke. Yeah, I got it. So they it's go okay. they go visit Banky. How long is this? Is this like 40 minutes? The movie? No. Well, it should be. No, the last like, time you played a clip, I swear it was like two hours long. Uh, it's it's a couple minutes. It's like oh, five boy. minutes. Yes. So here's the clip. And the reason I'm, I brought this up is because I know we always talk about... solved this. What? You've already solved this. I mean, we, we, yes, reboot and, reba- uh, and remake. But this is kind of remake. Their remake. When you rebake something, it's called refresh. <laughs> now, you can get rebaked, especially if you're watching Jay and Silent Bob. So, anyways. Remember when he, Kevin Smith's career wasn't about pot? Yes. No. Well, the, the funny thing is, in the, in the, totally within this thing, I think either Jay or Silent Bob or even Ben Affleck talk about how they liked the Kevin Smith movies of the 90s yeah. opposed to what Kevin Smith movies are now. That's so he sad. makes fun of himself. In it. But it, here's what they the Banky conversation, and there is explicit language in this. I'm not going to cut it, so deal with it. What the fuck is a reboot? Well, 
A reboot, boys, is when Hollywood wants to make a lot of money without the hassle of creating a new movie. So they take an old movie and change just enough to make you pay for the same shit all over again. Those greedy fucking animals. Oh, it's insidious. They take a flick you loved as a kid and add youth and diversity to it. For example, name the movie where a robot has secret plans that could help the good guys beat the bad guys and their leader in a black mask by blowing up a giant ray gun in space. Star Wars. No, The Force Awakens. See, now that's what you call a reboot. Nung. Thought that was a sequel. Hollywood doesn't make sequels anymore. Shit, they don't even make squeakles, yo. Studios have given up on new ideas entirely in favor of building multi-movie universes that breed brand-loyal customers from cradle to grave. So if you like Harry Potter, cash shinigus, you're getting ten fucking more. You like the Fast and Furious flicks? We're gonna drive the franchise into the ground, bitch. Oh, you want another Marvel movie? Here we go. Hey, man, those Marvel movies are a triumph of cinema. I live on those Marvel movies. I live for those Marvel movies. I watch those Marvel movies more than I watch Pornhub, and I come twice as hard doing it. The dishes are done, man. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is, if Hollywood doesn't start making some original flicks now, there's not gonna be anything to reboot in 10 years. Then they'll just be rebooting the reboots. It's like we're reaching point break for pop culture, and it ain't gonna be the good point break with Sway's dog and Keanu. It's gonna be the remake. Wait, what's the difference between a reboot and a remake? Well, I'm glad you asked, Jay, because a remake is like a reboot where the studio doesn't care how the audience feels about the original movie, so they just keep the title, fuck up everything else, and ruin both flicks in the process. See? Which is probably what Blunt Man v. Chronic's gonna be, because the director of this impending abortion of cinema is none other than Kevin fucking Smith. Who? You know, the guy who directed that Bruce Willis winner cop-out. That queef? They still let him make movies after that walrus shit? What can I tell you in Hollywood? People fail upwards. <laughs> so that's the clip from it. I figured you'd like it. It, it makes for a, a conversation in it, but it doesn't. Because yes. the thing is, Force Awakens is technically a sequel and, and a reboot. Yes. Because it's been so long since there was a Star Wars movie that it rebooted the idea of Star Wars films. Um... A reboot is taking a existing property and you don't throw away the property that existed. You take you just it add as youth and diversity <laughs> in a way. Um, Spider-Man. <laughs> it's it's yeah. I mean, Spider-Man would be Spider-Man's been remade three times uh-huh. because you have three different actors and the that's other a remake. Throws it out. Yeah, it's a remake. It's not even a remake because you're not making the same film. Correct. And that's part of the problem is people will think is like, well, reboot is because it's a new character and a new that that's not truly a reboot by definition. And it's not a remake because it's not remaking the same story. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is a remake because it's ostensibly the same story. It just plays out in a different way. Correct. But it's the same idea of there's no ghosts and then there's ghosts and then the ghosts take over a building and then Chris Hemsworth is in it for some reason. And he dances. (laughs) And he dances. That's the reason why he's in it. And he's really, really stupid in it. Chris Hemsworth's probably really dumb. <laughs> hey, Chris Hemsworth is actually in Jane Silent Bob. Well, I'm sure he is. Um, as a hologram. As a hologram. <laughs> I do like the sequel. Squeakle. As soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, God, he's going to love that. See, they're chipwrecked. <laughs> shipwrecked because they're chipmunks. But I, th- I thought it was, it was very interesting within the fact of the way they make fun of themselves with it. But it's also true. There's a lot of the truth in what they say in this. Somewhat, but he even still gets Kevin wrong. Smith still gets work. <laughs> Dude, he did Geely. Come on. Um, he did Jersey Girl. He did Jersey Girl. My point exactly. 
<laughs> and they make fun of that in there a lot. Yeah. You think about it, he's had four successful films. The first three, the first three View Askew, and then Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of his other films have tanked. Yeah. Which is hilarious to me. And people still go and watch them. And he still makes them. Because, See, because his movies have he a, has a built-in audience of people that are slavish. I was a big Kevin Smith fan, and I get I started to listen, and I was just so tired of it. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of the... I, I, we get it. You smoke weed. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. It's Seth Rogen. I don't need... Exactly. Even Seth Rogen isn't anywhere near as bad as Kevin Smith is, where the cult of Kevin Smith became... I love all this stuff, but I'm going to talk about how much I hate it, uh-huh. and I'm going to smoke weed while I'm doing it. I'm so glad you said cult because I was actually going to say, "Oh, there's that, a cult to Kevin Smith." That it's you know how movies become cult follow have cult followings. Yeah. Kevin Smith has become has a well, cult lots of directors following. do. I watched Twin Peaks Firewalk with me last night because Melissa loves Twin Peaks, and we've been doing this thing where we've been going kind of going through her list of movies because she keeps sending mm-hmm. me messages like, "Have you seen this?" And I say no, and then she just sends mad faces back at me. <laughs> um, so we've been doing a couple of her favorite films. And it's virtual dating because we're not able to sure. get it at the moment. She doesn't want to leave the house, and, and I get it. So we were watching that last, and there are David Lynch has a cult of people. Oh, totally, that absolutely adore mm-hmm. his films, and they're looking. I enjoyed it because it's interesting. I would have never seen that without it. She asked me, "Would you have ever seen this if I told you? You know, if I didn't tell you this is one of my favorite movies? Not a chance. Because mm-hmm. I've seen one David Lynch film. I saw Mulholland Hallway, Highway, Hallway. That would have been interesting too. Mulholland Hallway, <laughs> Just <laughs> it's a, a hallway. short film. Um, and I, I, no, saw, I saw it. Really the hallway yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, with him, it's probably 80 miles long. Uh, I watched it with him, White Chocolate. You watched it with David Lynch? Yes, I watched it with David Lynch, which would have been a great experience because David Lynch is actually a very interesting and funny dude. Oh, David, I, I've actually met him. I, yeah. I, I've worked with him. Um, he's like Tim Burton, but normal. Yes. Like, that, like, that's as a, bizarre as Tim Burton, but normal as a normal person. That's ex- the best representation. <laughs> yeah, like he can, he, can, he can relate to people. Um, so I watched it, oh, but he loves smoking. We watched it one oh night. Oh my God. Oh my God. There are so many cigarettes in that movie. Dude. <laughs> the whole movie is brought to you by cigarettes, sex, and, and cocaine. I don't think that's I've ever. the only thing that's in that film. I don't think I've ever seen him without a cigarette in his hand. Every character in that film smokes at least 16 times. Yeah. There's not a single character in it that doesn't smoke. Um, yeah. And we get to the middle of it where there's like a big orgy scene and everything. And, and she says, to me, he's like, well, he wanted to do the movie cause he couldn't do this on TV. I'm like, <laughs> no, no S. Yeah. Really? <laughs> no shit, baby. Um, but there's a cult of people that go to see those films. I watched Mulholland Highway with White Chocolate, Jared, and Scott. Jared loves it because he was into cinema and he wanted mm-hmm. to watch all these highfalutin whatever. I watched him like, I don't know what any of this means. The best thing I got out of it is we figured out who Ramstein was because he right. walks into a room with like an orgy and it's it's Duhastis playing. Yeah. Duhast. You're like, what the hell is this? This is great. No, it wasn't Duhast. It was a, it was a different song, but it... It was Ramstein, and someone figured out who it was, and I started listening to Ramstein because I was like, oh, I'm totally into prog alt industrial <laughs> death rock from Germany. Um, <laughs> it just seems weird to get it. Dude, is so good. <laughs> I mean, just, uh, so I got into this, you know, it was German a phase. death rock yeah. because I watched Mahal and Highway. Because I watched Mahal and Highway. I watched an orgy on, on And that's, that's all I can remember from that film, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Is is the and, and the the chase scene on Mulholland oh, Highway right. where the guy's got the car that has the souped up engine and just like rams somebody? I don't even mm-hmm. remember who's in it. It's Harvey Keitel or something. I don't yeah. know. I don't understand the film at all. So I was like, I'm not a David Lynch fan. Um, but there's a group of people that are David Lynch is one of their gods. Uh, yeah. Zack Snyder. We've seen a Zack Snyder cult, dude. Zack Snyder's got a bro cult. Yeah, he's got a bro cult. 
he's re-releasing another movie or the same movie again because of this. Dude, they're they're gonna they're gonna have a Snyder cut of Watchmen. They're gonna have a Snyder cut of the the Owls of Guahul. I'm sure. Now we have to add reboots, remakes, and release the blank cut. The director's cut. Yeah. Oh, yeah, director's cut for years. No, I understand what you're saying. John Hughes has got a major cult following. Mm. John Hughes has a cult following. Um, um, uh, Christopher Nolan has a cult following. These guys that will see any movie. I'll see anything that Christopher Nolan does. Tim Burton has one. Tim Tim uh, Burton makes one film every 25 years. I mean, who knows? What was the last movie that Tim Burton actually directed? Uh, I want to say... The last uh, Alice in Wonderland, but I could be wrong. I don't think he directed that film. I don't think he directed either of those films. He did direct one of them. Did he? I don't think he did. Maybe I'm wrong. I didn't think. I think it's a Tim Burton film, but he's not the director. Because everyone thinks Dumbo. That's right. Where everybody was mad. Everyone was excited that Tim Burton was doing Dumbo and they got really mad because they got a Tim Burton Dumbo film. Yep. Miss Peregrine's Home for Particular Children. He directed that? Uh-huh. Wow. When was the last time he directed something that's any uh, something that people saw? Let's see. Kill, the Killers Here With Me was 2012. Big Eyes was 2014. Uh, Miss Peregrine's was 2016. Dumbo was 2019. Beetlejuice 2 is listed on here as his next film. Maybe Beetlejuice will be in that one. It's barely in the first one. Uh, let's see. Before, let's see. Before, let's see. Kill the Killers was 2012. Frank and Weenie was 2012. Dark Shadows was 2012. Alice in Wonderland. He I did do the first one. He did do the first one. Okay. 2010. I forgot he did Dark Shadows. I heard and that was then him. Before that was 2007 with Sweeney Todd. So it's like every three. Well, that's not true because Charlie. Charlie Lately, it seems like he's had a lot. Yeah, Charlie and Chocolate Factory was 2005. He did that one too. So, okay, so he's done a little bride. bit more than I thought. I think part of it is because everyone thinks that he directed The Nightmare Before Christmas, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I keep thinking that a lot of the films that they say he directed, he didn't direct. It's someone else directed it off of his idea. I didn't. I didn't realize he actually directed. He Frank just and comes Weenie. up with the idea. Somebody else. Has yeah, I thought. I thought he had somebody else do the Frank and Weenie the too. Mark Wahlberg, Planet of the Apes. <laughs> so it was weird with, with the best ending. So Mars when they Attack- see Ape Raham Lincoln, <laughs> uh, Mars Attack was two, it was nineteen ninety six. Then Sleepy Hollow was ninety nine. Then, Sleepy Hollow might be the last film I liked. Then 2001 was Planet of the Apes. Sweeney Ugh. Todd. I like Sweeney Todd. I never saw Sweeney Todd. No. Then he did a TV miniseries called The World of Stain Boy. Okay. Then he did Big Fish in 2003. Oh, I'm sorry. Big Fish is amazing. I love Big Fish. Big Fish, Fish is so good. Charlie and Chocolate Factory was 2005 Big. with Corpse Bride. Corpse Bride is okay. Then he did The Killer's Bones in 2006. What the, the hell is that? The music know. video for the killers? <laughs> no, the killers get together and have an orgy. The killer's bone. No, that would be the David Lynch film. Huh. <laughs> uh, a corpse, corpses love that feels each other's bones. Nope. Oh no, sorry. A couple's love that feels each other's bones. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> God, sorry. you need contacts. I do. Like permanent contacts. <laughs> yeah, I do. Lasers. <laughs> Some lasers in your eyes. And then he did another The Killers later on, which was Here With Me in 2012. First, Alice is okay. It's over, I mean, the movie made so much money because it was in 3D. Did you see Big Eyes? No. Was it the art one? Yeah. Yes. That looked interesting. It's Amy Adams, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Isn't it based on a true story? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, the guy took all the credit for her. Interesting. No. Yes. That, that, I, that I would see. Miss Peregrine's, him. everybody... There's, I liked it, but a lot of people, especially people that read the book... <laughs> Did not like that movie. That's I one I haven't seen yet. It didn't look good at all. It looked boring. People didn't like Dumbo. 
<laughs> that was my favorite review. People were so excited for, <laughs> for Tim Burton to do a Dumbo film and then got mad that Tim Burton made a Dumbo film. <laughs> he made a Dumbo film that's a Tim Burton film. So, it's like going back. I've seen so many people now that, in, in retrospect, they, they go back and watch those first two Batman films, and they're like, these actually aren't that good. No. Like the second one might have more agency than the first one. Mm. Uh, yeah, but so reboot and remake, uh, I thought that was, I just, I, when I saw that, I thought that was very well done and very interesting because of how That's we That's probably always... the best part of that movie, to be honest with you. Yeah. The rest of that movie. Well, Ben Affleck, when he, his speech is kind of good too. And it's funny because he, it's so funny as he's talking about Martha. <laughs> he can't remember, yeah. you know, and he, you know, it's basically the same. The clip is, the, the clip is Jason Lee, right? Yeah. Yes. Boy, he sounds rough. Oh, he's totally rough. Even when you see him. Oh, oh Joey Lawrence was in it. Oh, poor Joey Whoa. Lawrence. No, not that Joey Lawrence. Joey Lauren Adams. Yeah, Lauren. So yes. Her name is Jen not Lauren. Lawrence. I always do that for yes. some reason. Joey, Joey Lawrence is... Whoa! Joey Lauren Adams. Whoa. Oh. Joey Lawrence was on the cover of Teen Beat for 165 years in a row. <laughs> Joey Lauren Adams. Poor, poor girl. She did not age well. Yeah, she also hated Kevin Smith for a long time. Yeah. But there's interesting people in there that he that he either really did hate him or he thought hated him. Well, he, I think he they even make fun of Ben Affleck and him his relationship. Yeah, because Ben Affleck was like, I never hated. You. I don't know why you thought I was. <laughs> but then of course, they just like, stop talking like he did with you know the whole in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. You know when he says you know Affleck, you got to admit Affleck was the bomb in uh, in Phantoms. They do Phantoms well, is the bomb, yo. Yeah, he does does the same thing about him as uh, Ben Affleck was the bomb as Batman. Everyone said that's the only thing that people were pissed off about going into Batman v Superman. And, and then they come out of it going, the only thing I like no. in Batman v Superman is, is Ben Affleck playing Batman. Two things. Because everybody did not like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman when they first when she was first hired. And she's they too skinny. Yep. She's not going to feel She's not going to look right. Yeah, but I don't think anybody really took to her until Wonder Woman. When, no, because she's only in it for you know. I mean, yes. she's not a huge part of Batman v Superman. She's bigger than I think. But they they thought. did like her coming. But out it was of just that, the, the, the joke much. is the the idea that going into it like this movie is going to be great, except Ben Affleck can't play yep. Batman. And out of it, they're like, this movie is a piece of shit, and the only good thing in it was Ben, is ben, ba Affleck. ben Affleck playing Batman. Yep. Outside of us already knowing that Henry Cavill can play Correct. Superman really well. The funny thing is, because of Ben Affleck's Batman, I've kind of changed my stance on waiting until the movie comes out before I judge. Who their pick is for a superhero? Because it, now with because Robert Pattinson, with it, I'm like maybe. I still re it depends on the character. That's yeah. the thing. When that was announced, I still remember the day that it was announced. It became you know, Batfleck uh, became a became the real thing. Right? They announced yeah. it in the morning, and Mikey and I were working at the the second storage place for for um, for work. It was an outdoor storage place, and. I got out of the car and I'm running around in circles. Batman is Ben Affleck's playing Batman. The world is ending. No, Batman, they're going to ruin everything. <laughs> Just as a joke. And we were talking about it. I said, the thing is, everyone seems to think they're going to write Batman as a 25-year-old guy who's been busting heads for three years. No. But he was in Daredevil. Daredevil but sucked. A, but that's the thing. Daredevil sucked because of the director and the writer. He was mm -hmm. in a terrible role. Wasn't Kevin Smith the director? <laughs> no, not for Daredevil. No, he wasn't. Wasn't no, isn't no, anything no. like that. But the thing was, I said if they have the Batman, and I think I, I said it at the time. I bet you Batman's like forty years old. It's going to be Dark Knight Returns Batman. It's going to be a guy who's given up being Batman and is now being Bruce Wayne or something like that. And sure enough, that's what you got—a mm -hmm. guy who hasn't put on the bat suit in five years or whatever. Yeah. And that kind of character he plays really well. 
If you're Mark Steven Johnson. Yeah, Mark Steven Johnson. I knew it was a Mark because I said Mark Davis. Um, to have Batman. If, he wrote if, Ghost Rider too. <sighs> Did he write Ghost Rider or write Ghost Rider 2? No, he wrote Ghost Rider. Wow. He also wrote Grumpy Old Men, which was good. I'll give you that one. Okay, sure. Um, you can have a hit. Everyone. Robin Pattinson. Robert Pattinson's going to play. And, and if you look at, yes, he did. If you look at the Batmobile and the designs and kind of the things you've already seen, he's going to be like 25, 26, he's whatever. Play a younger Batman. A younger yeah. Batman who's who's in the start of it. Still, and yeah. I yeah. thought Kevin Smith had something to do with Daredevil. Nope. Yeah, he wrote Guardian Devil. He wrote a comic, which was really good. And then he wrote quiver for green arrow which was really good even though it was mad at him for bringing back ollie instead of uh letting yeah, I mean, with the daredevil movie nope the daredevil movie got made because the daredevil comic became really popular yes. in marvel knights he wrote daredevil and then he wrote really 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 bad batman stories look at that the new mutants is a featured trailer on uh imdb front page yeah, new mutants <laughs> and clueless the anniversary edition not on. Talk no. about a cult following. Yeah. <laughs> that movie's gotten a cult following. <laughs> yeah, recently. so anyways, that was reboot and remake. And then it's funny is that there's a lot of things in there that tied into it. Yeah. Um Home Alone. <laughs> You're making a Home seven. Alone seven. You're making a sixth one. That's amazing. Was there a TV? No. Was there a cartoon? No. No, uh, I don't think so. No, there was. I think the TV you're thinking of is that one we just talked about, Disney, the, the Disney thing, and the Christmas. No, I thought there was like a cartoon or something. I, I think weird stuff gets a cartoon when you think about it. Thought, I, I don't thought think there was, was a cartoon. Probably not because I looked up Home Alone and I didn't see it. So yeah. So, anyways, on that, I swear to God, IMDb should sponsor us because we have to look up everything. <laughs> Every single time we do a show, all three of us are on IMDb for about an hour. We might as well just keep it open. Yeah. We need like a dedicated phone just to IMDb or get an assistant that just stands off to the thing. Like, can you look up Daredevil? Who's the director? <laughs> well, that's usually we'll just... when you have someone actually like a, sto- a, a short producer. producer. Yeah. yeah. We, we do need to get a, sto- a stove producer. A stove producer. We need a stove producer. We need someone who put a wood stove in the corner. No, usually it's Mikey. Yes. Mikey just looks at all the stuff and then just jumps in with. Matt, somebody other. All right, so if you're still sticking around, next week will be our Avengers draft, unless hopefully unless something else happens. Hopefully, and then I get to bring out my Avengers draft book. Finally, I don't know what you guys are going nuts. <laughs> Wait, I, you I literally it. just made a list of people. I don't know. Oh, I didn't even do that. It's all no. in my head. Oh, wait till you see this thing. God, this is I. You, I might as well be going to the NFL draft to sit down with this thing. You took it too far. I took it way too far. Yeah. I, There's only 36 people. I even went to Marvel.com and even put in, got every one of their Marvel's official stats Again, for each one of these characters. All the stats far. are wrong anyway. <laughs> like their abilities, it's amazing to see. There are a lot of characters that have they. It's one through seven. There are a lot of characters that their attributes are nothing but sevens. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, you can build Silver a Silver Surfer? Silver no. Surfer should be seven all over the place. Uh, I forget Silver Surfer's... Well, because I was looking up just Avengers characters. Um, Silver Surfer would be seven all over. He's super strong. He can move at light speed. Mm-hmm. There's a couple people that He's you would He's super smart, and his cosmic awareness is all seven. There, there's a couple people you wouldn't think that are all sevens across the board, but are. And we'll get into that with the draft. 
No, we're not. <laughs> we're just doing characters. I'm not doing a four-hour draft. I'm not going to have your wife kick me out of your house for the rest of the time. Because I came up with this concept that's going to take you four and a half hours to get through. Well, it's only two hours more than this episode is. That's fine. I'm not doing it in two. We're not doing two shows and we're not doing whatever. We got two people on the phone. It's going to be hard enough to do as it is. So we're picking people and I'm going to point to people and nobody else is allowed to talk. Because I don't need you picking Black Knight. As long as you do have our opportunity. And then everyone just talks over each other. What makes you think I have Black Knight? I just said a name. Now I know that he has Black Knight on there. <laughs> uh, right. No, he is not sevens across the board. Uh, his strength is wrong because he can go toe-to-toe with Thor with no problem. Fighting skills? Fighting skills is way wrong. Intelligence is a Intelligence four. is way wrong, too. He has cosmic awareness, for God's sakes. He knows how to feed the... No, that's all wrong. <laughs> Marvel, you're wrong. It, no, the nerd who came up with that from Marvel that Marvel doesn't care about is wrong. What's well, the idea of like you're giving them a lower score because no one's perfect? There is. There's quite a few. No, that's what I'm saying. Is you? It's the idea of I can't make them perfect. Because that is that. That's like HeroClix numbers because yeah. they have to give him. Because I'm, if he's a seven, you're never going to defeat him. If you have to do seven clicks for every single thing or whatever, he has all the attacks yeah. that you. But, but they do have several of those characters. Um, no, what I'm saying is the reason that they do that, even if they don't do it for others, I would all but guarantee these numbers were taking off of a Heroclix. I just was like, wondering. hell with it. We're not going to look into Silver Surfer, just make him whatever his Heroclix numbers yeah, are. Yeah, that's what, that, I almost was wondering when I first saw this if these were the Heroclix numbers. His durability, yes. Speed, yes. Strength should be a seven. What do you think Rogue is? Rogue's durability should be a seven because she's invulnerable. Energy should be low because she can't. She's sevens across the board. Her energy's wrong. She can't project energy at all. How's it? If, if energy is like energy range based weapons, she, she can absorb somebody's and yeah, but it doesn't. That's invulnerability. That has to do with durability. Mm-hmm. Energy to me, like Cyclops would be a seven as energy because he his blast can knock down a mountain if he doesn't take care of it. Yeah. Anyway, we can do this off the show. Well, we're already two hours. <laughs> You can't even find the numbers. They're in there somewhere. No, they're not. They are in here somewhere because I've seen them. Mm-hmm. They're from Aliens. I've seen it. One of my favorite commercials of all time. That and my mom's going to Tokyo. Tokyo, where's that? About a million miles away. Wow. She better bring a sweater. There we go. Yeah, this is this is fun. There you go. Yeah, that's wrong. Yep. Okay, so now we're going to wrap things up, so make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables or also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris and Ethan, I'm R.A. saying we'll talk to you next week.